Welcome to the continued podcast adventures of Superhero Speak. But I think many of the people that love this character and that love superheroes in general have used these stories as inspiration to say, you know what, I'm going to do something good in the world. I'm going to make a difference like my hero when I was a kid. That is my fondest memory of it because when, you, when you're doing comic books, you want them to affect people. Right. You want people to care. You want, you want to strike emotions. And I knew that that clone saga was striking a lot of emotions. Can you yeah. imagine uh, Pulp Fiction starring Goofy and uh, Mickey Mouse? I can totally <laughs> imagine that. You I'm sure somebody's written that one. Pounder with cheese and France, Mickey. <laughs> <laughs> Boy, ale with cheese, Mickey. Yeah. <laughs> I can totally see. I, I, would, I would watch the hell out of that movie. Yes, I gladly saw, sacrifice at my. my progeny to you of a mighty marvel beast <laughs> <laughs> but neil adams is somewhere going mm, it's, it's my time uh, <laughs> how do you measure success hey everyone and welcome to superhero speak i'm your host dave and i'm john and you're frozen J- no, i'm jd <laughs> and i don't know what's going on dave is frozen dave is frozen dave was frozen today frozen like the wonderful popsicle i just had Ooh, popsicle. It was good. It was one of those natural popsicles. They use like the natural juices to make them that are like a thousand times better than like a real, than like those cheapy popsicles you would get. Oh, Dave's back. Hey, Dave. Oh, you, you have to, you have to send me what the maker is. Cause I, you know, um, it's hard to find unexpectedly that, that are like actual real juice, you know? Yeah. Yeah. It's one of, it's really good. It's really, hi Dave. You back? Yeah. Hold on a second. Let me just make sure there's nothing running in my background. That's like killing my computer. No. This is weird. All right. Windows. Windows. <laughs> Microsoft. I'm running they suck. All right. Wait, where, where, where were we? I'm... We were introducing we were talking... ourselves. We were talking about Popsicle. Oh, well. You said you were like Dave. I said you were frozen. And then and then JD said he was a Popsicle. So you ever start the show and get like 10 texts from like eight different people? This is wild. My phone is going. Oh, yeah. Sometimes you hear my phone. Trying... The dog is trying to break in. I'm waiting for my cat to jump up because they want to go out today, but it's going to be 20, 25 degrees out. So no kittens out. Hang, hang on. I got to get the dog. He's he's going to tear my freaking door down. This is, <laughs> this is awesome. It's pure this is, chaos. This is, this is the best podcasting you could possibly do. We are so organized and professional. It's unbelievable. <sighs> should should we start over? No, no. This is this is ambiance. This is this this is realism, you know? Let's give the let's give the people what they want. Just just a pure and utter chaos. Of, people want dogs. Oh, people want Astro. People stop when we walk and we go places. People stop with literally. They stop with the ring. They look at my dog and they go, "What an interesting looking dog!" Because he's beautiful. Because he's the right combination of mutt. Come here. Come on my lap. Come on, monster. Come here. No. Okay. Now he's not cooperating. Not that it matters. It's not a video show anyway. Oh, you mean I put up all these Christmas lights for nothing? <laughs> What is Christmas? <laughs> all right, all right. Trash. How is how is everyone? How are you doing, JD? Besides playing with your beautiful dog, I was I was in Iowa all weekend for a wrestling tournament. We did okay. This is our rebuilding year, so I was reasonably happy with this performance. You know, where we got a lot to grow on, we're getting better. So, other than that, you know, same old, same old. Why does rebuilding year always feel like code for something? <laughs> Oh, I don't know. I mean, like, I know everyone thought we were going to suck because we had 11 seniors last year. Yeah. And, uh, you know, we have a, we're young, but like we finished in the top 12 of this nationally ranked tournament. If one fifty-two pounder wins a match he's supposed to, we're in the top 10. 
And that's like, that's really good. So we were probably ranked like sixth after being second last it, year. It, it's one of hey. the funny things that like people don't, oh, I mean, people who really follow sports follow it, but, but people that are, are casual fans don't realize in high school and college sports, like once your seniors graduate, you don't have that talent anymore. No. And then like when you have, that's the nice part of having like this great class. Like last year we had this, like my class of 2022 was awesome. We had seven state place winners in it out of 14 weight classes. Yeah. You had a great team. We had a great team last year. We were ranked top 20 in the country. Like we were really good. We should have won. We should. I am on a show. (laughs) My kid just came in to turn the lights off. on Why would you do that? Well, what in these days, you you have to save electricity. Turn my lights back on, man. Close the door. This, what is going on? This hey, superhero. The dog, close it, the door. It's superhero speak after dark. Yeah. <laughs> anyway, like I was saying, yeah, we had these. We had this super group of freshmen. We have four kids, five kids wrestling in college. Out of that group of seniors, they're all doing really well. And we had a great JV group last year but they didn't get that varsity experience. So now they're right. getting that varsity experience and they're doing well, you know, this year's rebuilding. I think next year we could be pretty damn good again. So, you know, it's about getting those kids the experience this year. And the four seniors we have on the team is about getting them, you know, they're just due. So it's their, yeah. you know, one thing I've been saying is, Hey, this is your guys. This is your legacy. You know, this is what's this team going to be. And they're responding. Like everyone's like, Oh, DeKalb's going to suck this year. You're going to be terrible. And now we're like sixth. Every- Every sports like, team starts off like that. What well, is? And it's like, you know, I firmly believe we're part of the best coaching staff in the state of Illinois. And, you know, we're good at, de- I'm biased, but I mean, I truly believe that. <laughs> and the kids are developing and they're getting better. And most of them out of the 14 kids, we lose four. So we'll have 10 kids coming back next year. That's awesome. So yeah, it is awesome. I, I'm very you know, excited. You know, it's, it, I have to say this, JD, like, I'm proud to be your friend. Thank you. you. With, with stuff like this, because like, People are like, I don't think a lot of people realize how much this means to those kids, and they're going to carry that with them for the rest of their life. You know, I, I really enjoy when I talk to kids that I've had over the years that come back and will say things like that to us, like about how much doing this meant to them or how much it helped shape them. And, right, you know, there's a lot of ups and downs, and you know, sometimes parents can be a lot to deal with. And, but when it comes to the, they can be, but I mean, like when it comes to the kids, it's always, you know, 9.9 times out of 10, it's always something positive coming back. Yeah. So, you know, and it's, I always think of, I always feel bad about it because you get super close to these kids for four years. And then after, or actually for us, it's more like six years because we're working with them when they're in the junior club too. But I mean, like, and then they move on to something else. And then, right. you know, sometimes they come back and sometimes, you know, they don't. But, you know, they always kind of remember what they were doing. It's, I don't know, man. I really, I really like this, this part of my life. I really do. Well, how about you, John? How's your life? two Christmas gifts away from finishing my, my shopping. December just started, man. <laughs> and, 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 you know, also kind of a coincidence. I'm two Christmas gifts away from being, from declaring bankruptcy. I mean, that's, <laughs> that's how it works, right? Yes. I mean, that's, that's exactly how it works. <laughs> so yeah. I, I mean, part, part of, part of my problem is, well, it's not a problem. I've gained new family this year. I thought you were going to say weight. What? I thought you were going to say you gained weight. No, no, no. Actually, I've lost weight. You know, I'm Congrats. on my way to losing 20 pounds. Hopefully, is someday soon. I'm I'm halfway there, but uh, no, I've gained new family. So a branch of the family that was lost. You did tell us about that. So. Oh yeah, that's right. I do remember your that. illegitimate yeah. sister. Was it? Yeah. Not yeah. no half sister. We half do not sister. use the I word. <laughs> I'm just teasing, but yeah. I, I know. I watched so, a lot of Game of Thrones. The bastard. Bastard. 
<laughs> no, that's that's the parent. So oh. <laughs> so yeah. So I've got more nephews to buy for, which is which is actually fun, you know, getting to know new nephews and a new sister. I met I got to meet her over Thanksgiving, which was awesome. And uh yeah, it's been pretty cool actually. You know, other other than that, you know, same old, same old with work. So you know, I got I got I got nothing. Nothing? I, which is good. Well, which is good, you know. I mean, things are 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 a little bit quiet. And yes, I, I'm going to finish my uh, Christmas shopping early, which means that I can sit back and, well, I'd say relax, but I've got a lot of wrapping to do now. <laughs> so, and, yeah. And, and you know, I I found there there are certain gifts that I'm getting that I I ordered them halfway through November, and oh my God, it they they might not make it for dis for uh, December. Yeah. So Tell it's me funny, about it. my, my wife got, we we're looking at, I was looking at our Christmas cards and they're all fall. It says happy fall. I'm like, why do they say happy fall? She's like, well, I was going to do fall cards because everybody does Christmas cards and we just got them. And I was like, <laughs> she's like, I just, I said, why did you plan on doing fall cards instead of Christmas cards? Like everybody else because why well, didn't want to be like everybody else. I wanted to be different. And I said, well, now you're going to be different by giving out happy fall to people at Christmas time. Yes. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. No, it's funny. Your story reminds me though, John of my mom. How are you doing, Dave? I was, I was, um, yeah, my mother-in-law, right before she, like, not long before she passed away, found out she had a half-brother that they didn't know about. I mean, they knew, long story, her father left her mother, you know, when she was little, and there's a whole story around that. And they knew she he had a mistress, but they didn't know he had any children with this mistress. And it turns out he had a son, and, like, about a year and a half before she passed away, she did finally meet him, you know name was mark you know they they he was a really nice guy i haven't seen him since it's a whole other story but yeah so but it's weird like it, that can happen you know so yep <laughs> how am i so i am finishing off it's not bailey's it's another irish cream what's uh, because with a c john. st brendan's or no. an irish cream that begins with c yeah the brand is being okay if you don't know off the top of your head it's fine no, now I got to know because, you know, it's like there's St. Brendan's, there's, I mean, <laughs> yeah, St. Brendan's, that, what is it, Caroline's? Yes, Caroline's? that's it, that's it. I've never had that. It's not bad. Oh, it's got, because it's got a honey flavor, it's almost like a, yeah, okay. So, so, so the reason I'm, like, and it's funny, I thought there was more left in the bottle and I put it in my cup and it only, like, filled us up a third. We went, we were out last night my girlfriend and I, and I normally spend the night on Saturdays at her house. And she's like, oh, let's stop at the state store real quick. And I was like, all right, fine. They had, so Pennsylvania Dutch has an eggnog and they had a smaller bottle and a bigger bottle. I'm like, oh, let's, let's try this. It was 10 bucks for the smaller bottle. And then she got, it was the biggest bottle of Irish, Irish cream I've ever seen. And after dinner, me, her and her son sat around and drank and finished drank most of the bottle <laughs> nice and, uh, and then i woke up at some point this afternoon I mean, <laughs> this morning and then she's like no oh, just take the bottle home I'm like all right and i'm so like you had a good a weekend <laughs> i was like i'll have a little while we record and it was like oh my god there's only we did drink a lot of this so yeah that was my that was my weekend nothing else really going on i have not finished my christmas shopping yet i think i've bought two gifts so far both for my son the one thing that he wants, he wants a new switch and like you're switch gonna go, has, You're going to go out in the backyard and cut for him? 
<laughs> Funny. Nintendo Switch. He wants have... the OLED version, right? Yes. Organic light and And they have a limited Pokemon themed one. He's a big Pokemon fan, has always been since he was a little tyke. Brilliant. And that is sold out everywhere and it's driving me nuts. It's like, uh <laughs> that's why I started in November. Actually, I started in October. Well, he didn't tell me this is what he wanted until like right before Thanksgiving. And it's that's why you asked him in January. (laughs) So the year before, (laughs) like he has said, like, if you can't get the Pokemon one, it's fine. Because he's like, I know that it's it's a but it's not really fine. You know that, right? But he (laughs) he, he, he mainly wants the OLED version. His his, uh, like for those who who are switch owners, number one, his kickstand broke. So Mm. that's annoying. But the other thing is. People who know when you put it in your, they get hot when they go in the base. Yeah. And they'll bend a little bit. And his has a little bit of a bend in it. So it still works, but it's weird. Like the plastic warps. So that's because it gets hot. I, I, I don't know. My, my nephews, my sister's kids have two of those and I've never seen them warp before. Yeah. It's, they, a, it's a known issue with them. If, like if you have them in there a lot and you play like long time while you have it hooked up to your TV. They get hot huh. and the, it can warp the plastic. So, well, that's not good. No, it doesn't. It, so far, it doesn't break it. But I mean, he's had it for, I don't even remember when the Switch came out, but he's had it that long. So, yeah, it's, it's annoying. But yeah, that's, that's, that was my weekend. That was my week. I, nothing like exciting going on right now, you know, because, because you know where all the exciting stuff happens over on Every- social media. Oh. <laughs> Well, yeah, considering how, how bad Twitter's doing right now. <laughs> so, hey, so, first I was, off, I was on Hive the week before it collapsed upon itself. So, you know, never mind. Well, that. they're shaking out their bugs now that they're actually big time, you know? They grew too fast. Yeah. Yeah. They were, I, I, I saw memes or, where people were talking, saying like, they're, they're, they're running down looking for staples and tape to hold the servers together. I've I've heard that Hive is like still once owned I'm, by two guys and like once you know. I rose above the noise and confusion, but I flew too high. I didn't want to go the whole thing. Yeah. <laughs> no, it's just it's been it's been like but that's what happens with a lot of these like these small little time. startup social media companies. People, whatever happens, it's people jump on them for some reason and then like they can't handle the load. That's that's what happened to Zoom. When the when 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 COVID happened, yep. Zoom suddenly got inundated, and suddenly they were finding their same thing with Hive. They were finding security issues all over the place. So you know, it's I don't know. That's it's partly American development problems. Like yes, other countries that you, you you don't have deadlines like that, and you have time to write secure code. Here, no, no, no. You've got to beat everybody else to market. You've got to you've got to generate market interest you've got to do it quick do it fast and then when it falls over it's like oh well you know that's just growing just like microsoft for the last 50 years but you know <laughs> we're back to my but the first our first set of uh social media doesn't come from twitter this time it, it comes from facebook and i'm using this as a reminder that yes we are on facebook and instagram so if you guys want to communicate with us on those platforms, you can we do that as well. We should do TikTok. You can do the floss and put no, it up no, there. No, no, and... no. I'm not flossing for anyone. <laughs> and it comes from JD's good friend, Drew C. Who, uh, what was that? I said Drew's a good dude. You had a dramatic pause there. So I don't know if I was. <laughs> <laughs> he started off by saying, nice. JD is back from the future. 
And then he said, they got rid of the VP who was behind Disney Plus. I really like Disney Plus and hope it isn't affected. Is that true? Is was I don't know. I don't remember hearing that at all. I'm not saying he's wrong. I just don't remember hearing it. One of the things that killed renting okay, well he this is this is him messaging as he as he's listening. One of the things that killed renting movies for me was how cheap DVD technology became. Me and my friends would go to Target and get a couple two fifty two dollars fifty cent movies or a five dollar four pack and watch those instead of renting for five dollars. Plus we could get affordable snacks and things uh dvd technology did get really cheap like in the early 2000s yeah you could buy like you were buying like spindles of dvds for reasonable prices and burning mm. off like high quality stuff like there's a lot of guys like me that were able to start small businesses in the early 2000s replicating dvd technology that couldn't have been done five years earlier so he's not wrong like it's no just, he's not that digital revolution in the early 2000s really did change the nature what am i one of my most embarrassing stories was we, this is now, this is going back to the blockbuster days when they had late fees and they didn't have a limit to what they charged for the late fees. I eventually got to the point where if it cost more than the movie, they just charged you for the movie and, and wrote it off. I had written, I I just got a DVD player. I was still dating my wife at the time and we rented the talented Mr. Ripley. Oh which, my God. I was about to say, okay, we thing. didn't care for the movie at all. Yeah, no. And my cousin, who I lived with my cousin at the time, he was going to Blockbuster, so he just grabbed the movies and took them back for me. Well, here, here's the problem. The DVD was still on the DVD player. Whoopsies. Technology was new. We didn't use it that often. <clears throat> and it was in there for like a couple months. Oh. I got some threat, and apparently they had called a couple times, and my cousin just listened to the message and erased it and didn't tell me until I got a letter saying I owed them like fifty bucks for this movie. I'm like, you're kidding me. Sure, that was totally by accident on them to wait a long time before you owed a lot to call. No, but I'm saying they did call, but he mm. like he would get home before me, listen to the message, and then just erase it and then not tell me about it. So yes, so the lesson here was always check your DVD player. And everyone listening is like, what's a DVD player? So, <laughs> so in the, the, it's because we're having Christmas time, right? It was Christmas of 2000. That was the big DVD Christmas, right? Yeah. That was, that was the Christmas that everybody got their first DVD player. And do you remember what the movie was? Like the, the high, at the time, the highest selling DVD movie? 2000? Uh, yeah. It like shattered records. And it took a while for anyone to catch it. The Matrix. Gladiator. Oh, oh yes, yes, yes. Huh. Okay. I remember that. Came out then. That was the, that was the big movie of the, of the right. year. So everybody was buying that as their first DVD. See, the, the, the first VHS that I ever saw, which is why I remember when we got a v, our first VHS player, which was really expensive at the time, was John Carpenter's a thing. Yeah. You don't forget that <laughs> when, when you're that, when you're, when you're, you know, when that's your first real rated R movie and holy moly. <laughs> uh, I don't think Gladiator comes up to that standard, but that's. I like Gladiator. I think it's a good movie. Yeah. So he also continued uh, this this feeds into that because you know then we, everything is streaming now. One aspect of the discussion about streaming services creating their own content is that a lot of these streaming services are operating on a loss right now. Mm -hmm. I read an article related to Chapik fi firing that he had to speak at to the large losses reported by Disney Plus, and that he is protecting it. He is protecting it. Won't turn a pro. Oh, he's projecting. Sorry. 
Mr. J there. It won't turn He's a projecting profit. it won't turn a profit till 2026, which didn't make investors happy. And I read that he was sitting, shifting costs for some of these Disney Plus exclusive shows to the Disney Channel and the cable companies by showing episodes on the Disney Channel the day before they came to Disney Plus. Ah, I don't know about that. I don't. I hadn't heard that before. Nor had I. Oh, he said he got some of the details wrong. There is an article here, which we won't get into. I feel like, oh, and then, again, this is stream of consciousness. I feel like Star Wars is steak. I don't know what that means. I feel like Star Wars is steak because they are operating in a hundred year period and really stale? just stale. Autocorrect. Yes. Because they're <laughs> operating in a hundred year period and really are just looking at a 40 year period of that just before the twins to just after the death of the emperor always agree with jd that the sequel yes, trilogy that's good, needed that's good advice needs a feige <laughs> it's a good advice to always agree with jd yes constantly yeah. oh my wife dad she never listens to me no, oh. of course not so by, by the way in that article that he linked to uh-huh. uh, there's also indications that the other reason why they're getting rid of chapik is because during the florida's don't gay, don't say gay bill that he refused to condemn it and they they had a huge employee there was there was a lot there i know a lot of the park people were very upset with that there was some some upsetness on that rightly so but and and of course him trying to walk the line like all these executives do you know can't can't really condemn it because he's in florida but i I think what didn't they because of that didn't they was it didn't florida's governor decide to take away their their ownership of the land around the there was there was something where they they owned the the township around no it's they were they were immune to a lot of florida state laws and they they're removed it wasn't just immune they were responsible for the township they were responsible for power i mean they they were responsible for upkeep just as any local government would be and and it was a it was a it was a loss for them and the governor said well if you're not going to if you're going to go against this bill then we're going to take away your your ownership of this and disney was like oh yeah sure go ahead you know we lose three million dollars on that a year no problem yeah, well, it's essentially the Vatican City set up there in Orlando, so true, or Kissimmee, or whichever place that is out there. Yeah, Vatican City operates as its own government for people yes, that yes, don't get yes, that reference. Does. Yes, all right, but I think that's a discussion for another podcast with the Pope as head of state. <laughs> well, it goes to the fact that you know there was a kerfluffle and he didn't handle it well. Did you guys ever and- read Angels and Demons from Dan Brown? Yes, it's yeah. It's he's got really good ideas, but the execution of them were always a little bit, a little eh. bit. Yeah, but he's but he makes a lot of money. Can't fight him. He does. Moving on. Last week, obviously, we talked about the Guardians of the Galaxy holiday special, which we all love. If you haven't seen it yet, go check it out. Um, to which Timothy Jones said, hmm. "I enjoyed for the most. I enjoyed it for the most part. <clears throat> the part where Drax threw Mantis over the gate." was funny but later when she and drax were leaping i thought why couldn't mantis have just leaped over the gate herself because <sighs> it's funny uh, yeah, well think, she you gotta explain it to the king of dad jokes also no social media madness this week so you know that's in 41 finer papers now across the country <laughs> uh-huh okay uh, uh he had to get his self plug in that's Good okay for you. yeah we, we we shall amend our numbers. Keep keep it keep it up, Tim. Yeah. 
keep going, man. That's cool. It was interesting. I mean, I mean, yeah, he, 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 that's, that goes into the, the string on the board territory for nerds. <laughs> no, it doesn't. It's just, it it's funny because drag, because before she could even think to jump over it, because, you know, there's that, that physical mental barrier, like, you know, there's a gate. So you wait until the guy lets him in. So what does Drax do? He goes right into throwing her over. Yeah. She would have, she would have done. It's just a funny moment where he got to it first before she did, you know, <laughs> and he solved it the Drax way, <laughs> which is always hysterical. Yes. Matthew Meehan said, really enjoyed the Guardians holiday special. And JD had heard Christmas rapping. It was a song in the nightclub scene. Oh, I didn't realize that. Interesting. <laughs> Favorite Christmas songs, Christmas rapping and Christmas and Hollis. Yeah, it and Christmas rapping was playing in all the malls too. And oh yeah. Know, and on the on the it's still played on the radio. Like yeah. like I think Clear Channel Communications has it as one of their 200 songs that they play for Christmas. Oh so. yeah. Well, it's it's one of those songs you can't get away from. I'm so shocked. Do you not listen to the radio at all, JD? Oh really? Sometimes. No? I mean, I'll catch the local rock station on occasion if I can't find a book or a podcast that I want to listen to. Yeah, but back but in the day, back in, back the, in day. the day, back in the day, I did, of course. I am an older millennial. I I know of the radio. <laughs> you know of the radio, okay. And finally, I forgot to include this one in the email. Random Randy Savage chimed in and said, <clears throat> "Corrected me on something, actually." That was the Wakanda arm. After I like rewatched the scene, I'm like, yeah, it was the black and gold arm. My guess is Nebula stole it from him after a night of heavy drinking and mechanical love play. Jeez. Makes as much sense as anything. I can see it. <laughs> yeah. And and you know what? Like on YouTube, new rock, new rock stars, they do a lot of breakdowns of the Marvel stuff. They have one video talking about, well, are the, uh, is Wakanda after Rocket and uh, is, are, is Wakanda going after them now? Like, are they going to? We're going to see them go after after the guardians because of the arm. So, <sighs> are we going to are we like go, go and the Dormelage show up and like hey you know go ahead hand JD. it back remind us it was just a joke it's a joke it's a gag <laughs> I, I I know <laughs> but I, I know but bigger nerds just, than than we need to be we're just it, we're going from <laughs> we're going into territory we cannot come back from yeah whoa 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 like there's there is no limit to how big a nerd we can wait be. a minute I'm trying to <laughs> help hold you on. Here. How long did we say it's Mephisto on this podcast? Well, how long did Ted John say it's? And eventually, we're right. If you keep, I skip saying, if we keep saying it, eventually we're going to be right. And guess who was right? Right. So if we we're keep saying Mephisto. that, if we keep saying Wakanda's eventually going to go after Rocket and Nebula for the arm, I don't think so. I think this might be the last time we see Rocket and Nebula. Ooh, you because of the trailer. Yeah, something that you know. Well, we'll do, we'll, we'll, we'll talk about that. I actually. New rock stars had a really great take. No, not new rock stars. A, not it was a different one. Not the emergency channel because they. No, they, oh god, I can't I stand that. I, yeah, I can't. I can't emergency stand awesome. I can't stand them. Yeah. Oh, I can't remember who it was now. One of those channels. They had an interesting take on the trailer. Well, I'll 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 mention that when we get there. All mm -hmm. right, and then finally we had talked about Quentin Tarantino saying the MCU has killed the movie star. Yeah, and the Gorilla Brain podcast said you pay to be entertained. Shouldn't matter either way. Which he actually has a point there, right? Like, should it matter if a movie starred Arnold Schwarzenegger or, you know, Sylvester Stallone? Or are you just going to go see a movie? Depends. And, and that's the legit answer. Some people, it depends on how you're selling a movie. There's some people there, because this is, again, this is like the marketing from back in the days. You sold a movie based on the stars or what, you know, that was the draw. Mm -hmm. um, not always, because sometimes the property was the draw. 
And I think we've gotten to the point where movie stars really aren't a thing anymore. They they are in some in some ways still because like, like a lot, oh, no 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 a lot yeah. a lot of the animated movies now they will they will cast you know a list actors for That's the voices instead of professional voice actors in order to to be a draw. Is that are you talking about things from the 1990s? No no I'm talking about these days. Yeah, they're, I mean, they're okay, but they've them. always but they've always done that. No, I mean that's like, but yeah, it's like Chris Pratt being the voice of Mario. Yeah, like, yeah. Like or, it feels or, like it, it's a horrible. I know a lot of people say it's a horrible choice, but it feels like that's done because they're afraid Mario's not going to draw people in. I wish yeah, I think it's silly. I think it's silly too. And uh, hearing hearing what we've heard from Chris Pratt, I'm offended as an Italian American. Robert Robin Williams is the genie. I mean, this isn't new. You know, like they've right. been doing this long time. Well, go, but then you get like Ghost in the Shell. The only reason they cast. Scarlett Johansson was because she would help draw people to the movie. Um, in theory. In theory, right. Did that but then, happen? But then word of mouth killed it because it was kind of bad. I think like, like all live action and anime movies are. I honestly think the biggest mistake in an animated movie recent in recent years, and it's silly, was not bringing back Jaleel White to do the voice of Sonic in the Sonic movie. Because I think Nostalgia... Jaleel White was the voice of Sonic? Yes. I didn't know that. I just learned that right now. Urkel was the voice of Sonic, yeah. So, like, I think for nostalgia purposes, that the movie would have done twice as good in the theaters if they had done that. I honestly, I don't, know, I don't know, I don't know. It did well in the theaters, and again, it came out. It did just, do well. I mean, just before the world ended the first time, right? That was yeah. like mm-hmm. just as the COVID collapse. That was the last happened. movie I saw before the pandemic. Mm-hmm. Yeah, it was one of the last things that came out before the pandemic. Yes, and it did really well in comparison. So, I think a new chat. I think for the because a lot of Sonic fans are young. Yeah. Right, like my kid loves Sonic, but he doesn't. He doesn't even know what a Jaleel White is. Yeah, and in some of those cases, like the consistency of the voice actors depends on what the target audience is. Like, like you're saying, JD, mm-hmm. and like guys like us will remember the voice of Sonic and the voice of Mario for the last thirty years. But if they're going to try to bring in new, you know, <clears throat> the 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 latest teenagers or whatever, yeah, you know, the but kids these days, have- it does. They're not going to remember that i still stand by it's us middle-aged people that bring our kids to the movies this is true no there is i mean i I think it would help to an extent but i mean i took my kid to see the bad guys this year right and i took him to see some other things that i had zero interest but i'm saying like i think young people didn't care who the voice of sonic was no where i think he would have gotten a bigger draw if you brought him back because then like to the people who didn't care are just going to go see it either way and the people who weren't sure and be like, "Hey, look, they brought him back." Are you really? Yeah. Are you really proselyting that there are people that refuse mm-hmm. to see the Sonic the Hedgehog movie because Jaleel White was not the voice of the Hedgehog? No, oh. I'm not saying that. I'm <laughs> saying I think it would have been a great bigger draw, especially they could have had Sonic at some point say, "Did I do that?" Mm-hmm. <laughs> I'm gonna disagree with you on this one, Dave. That that would not have helped me. No, <laughs> but the Mario one does. The Mario well, the the Mario I, one is going to be jarring. It's a, is a bad choice and yes. every other choice this movie seems to be pretty good but chris pratt is you know he's chris especially pratt. because look I, I think part of the problem is chris pratt didn't want to do an over-the-top italian accent to like yeah to not offend people which i don't blame him for that but then I'm at the same time you're expecting mario to have an over-the-top italian accent right the first thing Mar- you're expecting to hear <laughs> hey mario it's yeah. me mario, mario. hey yeah. if you get in a pizza yeah hey i mean like that as an italian that's what i expect from Super Mario. I mean, if you can't resurrect the ghost of Captain Lou Albano, I want something. I want Damn some, some facsimile, you know? Right. But I'm not yeah. getting that with the uber white guy. <laughs> he is like just 
the generic white guy, isn't he? He is like Chris the whitest Pratt. of dudes. <laughs> <laughs> Say this, then, white guy. Finally, Randy Savage said, <laughs> uh, I can see where he's coming from. He's right that you can't remember. We're talking about Quentin Tarantino. He can't. He's right that you can't just slap a Stallone in every predictable plot, call it done anymore. But you still which, need good, which is what actors, they did for a long time. But you still need good actors to bring characters to life. And but, but you know, good actors and movie stars is a difference. There's tons of great actors who are never movie stars. Right. I'm saying like you can't argue that they're they're bad actors in any of those movies. Right. I agree. Like like that's what I think Randy's saying. Like he's not saying anything other than like yeah maybe the movie star isn't gone but they're all excellent actors right so shut up quentin and then he sent a link to a tiktok which was weird and you guys can look at it later uh, good <laughs> it's someone explaining like what you were talking about it's it it, it it reminds me of you it's of uh, someone talking about like well, so someone the 70s, being really annoying this is the, okay. what they did and then the, everyone made a chase movie and it's like oh okay Every Someone, every big actor in the every big director in the seventies started out by making like a chase movie, and he points horror. all these out, and I'm like, yeah. oh my god, I never thought of that. Who did this? someone responded? Who Quentin Tarantino said this, or someone responded? No, no, this one? was Randy sent a link to this TikTok video. Oh, okay. Someone saying this. It wasn't a response to anything. It was just him talking about. Yeah. Maybe I need a TikTok so I have somewhere to to put out my insane rants that when I have them, when I don't have them in time for the show. That's a thing. You can do that on TikTok. I don't have to like dance and show my boobs. I can just talk about nerd stuff. Actually, you I, know I what? I can do that. You yes. know what So Wizard does? And we might steal this. I'm not um, willing to steal it from Joey. Joey puts out one minute reviews. Oh, yeah. I see that on Twitter. Yeah, he does. Yeah, he'll review comics. comics yeah. He'll review a, a TV show or review a movie. Just real quick, one minute, this is what I thought of it. And he puts it out there. And they that they, they do well for them. So that is all the social media for this week. So here is, if you want to be part of Social Media Madness next week, here's a good friend, D-Squared, to tell you more. Enjoying the show? Want to be part of Social Media Madness? Make sure you are following SuperheroSpeak.com, where you can find all of the show's social media links at the top of the page. While you're there, you can check out old episodes of the podcast as well as some other great content. Check the site often because we are posting some great comic reviews as well as comic book and movie news content every day. Make sure and follow us on Twitter at Superhero Speak. And while you're there, check out the rest of the Geek World All-Stars Podcast Network. You can follow them at stars underscore geek. Geek World All-Star Podcast Network include great programs such as the Pop Prison Power Podcast, Cult 45, So Wizard, Fans on Patrol, the Gorilla Brain Podcast, and of course, Superhero Speak. Search for hashtag GWAllStars. You will not be disappointed. Now, it's back to Dave and the boys on Superhero Speak. Thanks for that, Don. Don't forget to check out Omega Level Nerd, available on YouTube, and the podcasts are available. And then we got to get them on maybe someday before the holidays again. There's what's, there's nothing coming out before Christmas that we're going to review, so we'll think of something to get them on for. Oh, the year in review. We'll get, we'll, we'll... Yeah, he's a good guy to have you for. We should get him and Ray and Randy and like get a table right yeah. for a year in review. That'd be that a works. good idea. I like how I pitched ideas to you guys in the middle of the show. Yes, yes, because this is how this <laughs> I is, do it a this, lot. This I'm is like, how the hey, show works. I have an idea. Just now. <laughs> <laughs>
Well, on that note, we're going to take a quick commercial break and we'll be right back. After these messages, we'll be right back. After these messages. All right, we're back. I finished my bourbon. I'm good now. We should start with. We had a little bit of sad news, not as sad as some of the deaths that we've had. It's still uh, sad, but, but it's still man, sad. One of we John's, met him. Is this an the, epic year of deaths or what? Yeah, this has yeah. been bad. Yeah, but uh, one of John's all-time favorite writers. I, of course, I enjoy his work as well. He's been on the podcast. Peter David unfortunately suffered a stroke uh, last week. He's in the hospital recovering. No permanent damage to the ticket see so far, just weakness on his left side. But we've interviewed like, him. Yes, yes, yeah. we did. I'll, I'll, I'll have a link to the uh, to that episode in, in the description. I also will have a link. There is a GoFundMe. They currently still haven't hit their goal. They're close to it to help pay for the medical bills. Because unfortunately, we live in a world where creative people who don't work full time for someone don't have health insurance. They have to get their own insurance, and sometimes that insurance is crap. So they need to raise some money to help pay his medical bills right now. So you could donate would be appreciated. And again, link should be in the description for the episode on our website, and uh, we'll put it on social media as well. Got a, hey, I got I got a script review from Peter David once when uh, yeah when I first started writing in Deluge right when I was in uh, it was one of the things that when Andy Schmidt first launched the Comics Experience like workshop oh, he said okay. all right we're going to review well Peter David review one script. And he chose mine and I got a, I got a good, but like a thorough review. He's like, it's good, but, and boom, 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 boom. And I got like this, this series of notes from him. It was really cool. What was the it, script that he picked? Was it anything? Deluge, my, yeah. Well, it's Deluge, like my comic series. It's out right now. It's been out since 2014. Oh, okay. Okay. Just so like people know who he is. Like if you're listening and you don't know who he is. You know he, who he is. Well, He's you know Peter, Spider Man. You know Peter David he, is. Why are you listening to this show? I, I know, right? Babylon like, Five, <clears throat> Star Trek, The Next Generation. He's written books for all of. For if you if you've watched it on TV, he's written books, novelizations for it, for Starfleet Academy, Gateways, Deep Space Nine, Captain uh, Captain's Table. He's done X Factor, Wolverine, Supergirl, Spider Man, She Hulk, The Incredible Hulk, Doctor Who, even once. Captain Marvel, you know, Babylon 5, more, Aquaman, Action so, Comics. He's done literally almost everything. That's impressive because, like, the Doctor Who thing, because there's not a lot of Americans who can say right. they've written Doctor Who in any in any form of media. He wrote One Faithful Night, which, which is in an anthology. He did the Short Trips, The Quality of Leadership. That's impressive. I, I mean, I have to say, when we met him, it was this was this was at a convention, we walked up and like, I'm sitting there like, this is Peter David. Like, he's not going to want to talk to us. And I said, would you do an interview? He's like, yeah, sure. And he talked with us for a while. He talked he, about like everything he's written, you know, what, what his inspirations are, what, you know, how he writes characters. It's yeah. He's just such but, a great guy. But he's not, he's not somebody that goes in and writes like, you know, I'm going to make it this when right. I, when it goes in, he's one of those writers. Where the reason why he's done so many different properties is he goes in, he knows the source material, or at least he learns it. He learns the voice of that material, and then he writes in that voice. There's very, very few people that can go in and mimic something and then make it and then improve on it while he's in there. You know, like he doesn't. That was actually one of his notes to me about was how to do that, you know, better in certain places. Yeah, he's. Mm. I just. There's a reason why he like he's up he's up 
top, one of my top 20 of all time period, you know, guys, he's just, he's just, his, his versatility is just unparalleled. Yeah, no, definitely. So hopefully he will make a full recovery. I mean, it's, it, I haven't, you know, everything that, that his wife has posted, he seems to be doing well and he'll be back at it soon. So yeah, well, let's, uh, let's move on to happier stuff, guys. We had three, count them, three trailers that hit this week, all on the same day, which was crazy. Was it only three? I thought there were more than that. No, well, it might have been more than that, but there were three, like... Three that we care about. Yeah, that would be <laughs> for our show. Yeah. Let's start off with the, the, the one where the interest is probably lowest for all of us, Transformers Rise of the Beasts. Obviously, they're, they're, this is the seventh Transformers movie. I believe it's the first. Is this the first one Michael Bay is not involved with? You, at can, all? you can second. Yeah, and you. Can, I thought Michael Bay still produced Bumblebee. I'm not sure. He might have. I think he was a piano, like a producer name only. Yeah. Okay. You you can tell you can tell by the 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 actual Transformers themselves. They they do not like. Feel, they don't. <laughs> even the trailer feels. Yeah. Right. My wife wasn't. We just watched I, this before the show, and I showed it to my wife, and she's like, "This looks good." Not wasn't and, as many as explosions as. Well, well, not only that, but the the primary focus is going to be the Autobots and the and the like the actual characters themselves. So, it's not going to be oh, we're going to focus on these human characters and oh yeah, giant robots fighting in the background. Mm-hmm. So here's here's the thing, right? Seven films in, right? One of the highest grossing movie series of all time, by the way. I think they're they're fourteen billion total. What a shame! <laughs> what 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 a, what a what a what a thing to stick humanity with. Oh no no wait is it fourteen billion or is it no it's four point eight billion I'm sorry. No still still I mean bad. still still way too much. <laughs> no argument. Most of them are terrible. Bumblebee was a lot of fun though. It was no that was good yeah. I think it surprised people. I think people so, were yeah. done with the franchise. Okay so the total the total so budget heart. for the mm-hmm. the total budget for the first six movies is one point one billion. Total box office is 4.8, which so you can, you know, that's why they're still making these, right? If Bumblebee had flopped, that would have been the last one, but it still made money. So they're going to still keep cranking these out to people say, okay, enough's enough already. It's these and the Fast and the Furious. Yeah. But uh. if, if this one, if this one turns out as good, because since Bay isn't doing it, I don't know. Do you guys ever watch Beast Wars? Do you guys know yeah, any the of the thing, mythology? Like, like oh, yeah. that's, yeah. I, yeah. that's for my it's, age group. I think that's kind of like where I completely fell out of all of that stuff for a while. Weren't you and like, like I did mid- not watch Beast Wars. You were probably in your mid twenties at that point, right? Uh, early to mid twenties. You want by the time Beast? Yeah, because I was a teenager, and I was I only caught it because it was on before practice, like in syndication. Yeah, right before, like in college, we would watch it because it was on. It was that and Spider Man the animated series, and then I had to go to practice. So I mean, like it was, it was one of those things. I caught it when I was in college, like eighteen, and I really liked it. I thought it was really good. Like, yeah, Optimus Primal was a cool character. They, it was one of the first full CGI cartoons, wasn't it? Yeah, that and like uh, reboot. Yeah, re- reboot was the first by by mainframe. Yeah, by that was yeah, and, and you can tell when in the first few episodes of this that they're starting with very very bland backgrounds and. Not a lot of process. Yes. And as the series progresses, you can see them getting more technical, more distinct backgrounds, more more rendering power. Right. But, the, the, but aside from that, yeah, the storylines in this were amazing. The only thing 
that kept Beast Wars from being perfect was Hasbro continuing to say, oh, we need to introduce this toy. So so introduce this in the in the storyline. And the writers, right. the writers went through like they turned themselves into pretzels. It was Larry DiTilio and Bob Ford. They turned themselves into pretzels trying to keep the storyline coherent while dealing with Hasbro riding their backs on, you know, in continually introducing new. But there was there was stuff in there like there was a love story between two of them, Acnea and I, I forget what the what the what the other one was that was just hysterical as as it as it progressed. And then they 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 nixed it in the was it when when they went to Cybertron, but. I think well, I think things changed there because of Hasbro again. But the thing is that this there were so many good things in in Beast Wars, and if you're introducing that mythology into well, say, a Transformers movie, you know, and and making the Transformers the focus of the movie, this this has the potential to be the one that everybody's been waiting for. Well, here's the interesting thing, right? Like again, I didn't watch Beast Wars, but like my understanding is at least in the beginning, it was a completely separate mythology from the original no it wasn't one no not at all it was it was no, a continuation prequel, prequel actually it takes place before well before and after like the yeah. the, the optimus primal is from mm. the future he's a descendant of optimus prime and yet they've been sent in if you're but if it you takes place on earth on earth in the past okay right. yeah okay it's because if you remember in the g1 timeline the tri- the, the ship wrecks Right. Like the arc wrecks and is there for like four million years. Right, right. before it wakes up. So Shockwave is basically like it never made sense to me. A Shockwave kind of ruled like a king over Cybertron, and then Megatron comes back after four million years, and it's like, oh, we got to get Megatron back. I mean, that's why Shockwave is kind of shady, you know, Shockwave shady, but like. Yeah. <laughs> uh, but it feels like they're just doing me. the same thing with this, the kind of like with the last night, like that's we not- established, we established this mythology. For the movies and now oh wait now now here's something like we never mentioned before but now oh, millions but that, of years... hap- that happens in that we're comic fans for god's sake like know, this happens all the time right. like it's always oh so you didn't know about this the secret mysterious things of our past that we never knew and plus it's still kind of a reboot it was also it was... frustrating that they kind of just threw the dinobots in like well that was stupid again it was stupid yeah. but this again this seemed, michael bay this sucks is, ass you got to remember that this is messing with the timeline right I mean, like Optimus yeah. Primal is coming back to the present day and meeting Optimus Prime, his ancestor. So, you know, and, and all the models are different. So this, I don't, this, I don't know if they're just going to pull a, oh yeah, all that Michael Bay stuff, that's Kelvin timeline or whatever. I don't, you know, no, I don't, I don't know think they're going to do that. But, but well, yeah, but the, the, the models are different and everything. They're not reusing any of the, any of the transformations. So I, this might like again if they do this right and they just kind of ignore all that crap stuff from from the beginnings well, and you don't see any hint of the w- wikis then you should this this again this I mean has, what we have this this could be the good one we see Optimus Mirage Optimus Primal and Bumblebee, Bumblebee. and that the what's the R- female RC RC oh, RC and Chitar, Chitar and Rhinox and all all of the beasts. Oh well, yeah. I mean, the, the, all the beasts in that, in that scene at the end. But I mean, like the actual like interactions we see scenes that are going to feature those. And like the only two that are returning are Bumblebee and, and Optimus. It looks like so far, like they're bringing Mirage in, which I thought he was always a fan favorite. It's weird that they waited till now to bring him in. 
Have they ever brought in Hot Rod? Did they bring in Hot Rod? I don't know. I, I, I thought I saw him in one of them, but I like again. I have. I haven't. But if you're gonna tried... bring Hot Rod in, does that mean you're gonna? Not necessarily, but you could. Yeah. Wait, but did they learn the first time? Mm, yes. Not gonna... you, you don't kill Optimus Prime. <laughs> but you could tease it. You could tease it. Yes. Actually, they, they they've teased that he killed. They killed him a couple times. Many times. You keep teasing it <laughs> because you've done it before. People don't trust you. Yes. Yes. We don't trust Hasbro. But uh, no, not to no, because they they want to sell toys. But the thing is, like, they don't. They still after after decades, they still haven't realized that if you tell kinda, a good story, the story will pull people in to buy the toys, not well, just constantly, you know, throwing stuff on a screen. Here's the thing I thought was also odd in the trailer. Like, when does this take place? Because Bumblebee is a Camaro again, as opposed to the Bug, and he's always, yeah. And he's the old Camaro before he fixes himself in the first Transformers movie to update him to look like the new Camaro. Well, if you're saying this happens before the Michael Bay movies, then again, Optimus Primal coming back could change the entire timeline and wipe, but, out, okay. wipe out all that stuff. Well, we don't know what the timeline is right now. So right. I don't think yeah, we can, I know. Like, think about I'm it. Just, I'm just hopeful. <laughs> but I mean, that's, that's the only thing that like really caught me as odd in the trailer. It's like, wait, he's the old Camaro again. Like, like, I don't, I don't get this, but yeah, we'll see. But it's also, there's something to say about reckon, about recognizability. And I think that there has been, I mean, Bumblebee became a Camaro in 2007 and he's been a Camaro since 2007. So realistically, he's probably been a Camaro as long as he was a bug. So, I mean, there's a generation of people that know him as a Camaro now. Right. No, I'm not, not I, don't, I have, I have, I have nothing against that. I just like, like he's not a new Camaro. So that's what I'm just saying. Like, so where does this fit in the, in the timeline? That's all. I don't know. Well, you know, this good. obviously, like John's saying, if this is pre-Michael Bay, are they pulling a Kelvin timeline and saying, okay, Wiki's never happened. <laughs> so this is officially a sequel to Bumblebee. I'm looking up the Wikipedia yeah. right now, just trying to get, you know, there's not a lot of information. I mean, the, the transformations, I mean, they they, they, look, they look like the toys. Mm-hmm. They, they look. Yes. Which is about time. Like, I always thought it was weird that they bought this franchise and had it look nothing like the toy line. Right, it yeah, always well, it always tripped me out. Well, like, if they if they if they did just, make toys that look like those models, pe- kid, kids would be cutting themselves to pieces trying but I mean, to transform like, them. Well, <laughs> like, you want to make them, but it's fiction. You can make it look similar. Like they didn't even look similar. I know. Yeah, it's weird, but it's also one of those things where it's like, well, we need to make it look realistic. Talking about alien robots to transform into cars, like no, there's nothing realistic about this. <clears throat> said the film. Mm, it said the film's heavily influenced by Terminator Two. Oh. Which is, well, Terminator Two is a great movie, but that yeah, what is the, what is that movie about? The the, the time, villain time comes travel. Back yeah. actually... well, it's, it's about fixing the timeline. Yep. Yes. Yep. So that uh, could be that could be literally the the idea behind this is to fix the garbage oh, that we've been putting up with since 2017 <laughs> or 2007. Excuse 2007, me. 2007. Yeah. Oh yeah. Oh, you want to know the other? Uh, uh, just a little. Okay. Interesting... It takes place. Hold on. It takes place in 1994, so it is a prequel. They are yet. They're... Dave's right. He does have the, the Camaro. So they're going to retcon everything. They should retcon everything. They that should, would be yeah. acceptable. Yeah. Because no more dangling those, balls. Those <laughs> movies just, fucking suck. They do. So, but um, yet they made money. Yeah, well, the, Avatar also sucks and it made a lot of money. Yeah. I think, I think people are, are well, I don't know. It also but, made but, money 15 years ago. Yeah. Right. Just, it, there's things have changed. Oh my god! Just, just Don't even another, get me started on wait, the wait, Avatar wait. two trailers. Just another little tidbit. So boring. A little, a little interesting tidbit. 
they, they're just in time. They're making movie where Optimus Prime transforms and looks like the original toy. At the same time, Hasbro, after like two or three, or it was three or four years of development, they have on Hasbro Pulse, they have that new auto transforming Optimus Prime toy, which oh costs 800 bucks. I was about to say, the things I want one, but it's freaking $800. You, you know, you know, it's, it doesn't just transform, right? It's, it's, it's got a it programming talks. language. It you walks. Can, you no, no, you can, you can program it to do transforms in a different way or move in a different uh -huh. way. You can download other people's programs. I've seen people download programs where it does Kung Fu. You have to, oh you have to, gosh. you have to program it so that it keeps its center of gravity. But if you can do that, you can make it do Kung Fu dance, whatever. If any like, fans are listening and they want to get me that for Christmas, I'd be greatly appreciated. It's only uh, eight hundred <laughs> bucks on HasbroPulse.com, but uh, I'll take one too. But because it's because it, come on, it was it was our dream. It was our dream ago, to right? have one that would transform on its own. Yes, forty five years ago. Damn. But yeah, so yeah, like you know, it, this 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 does a lot of stuff for them. It it's more recognizable on in the, uh, you know to the toys that they're actually trying to sell. It's recognizable to the ones that they, this Optimus Prime auto transforming is not going to be the only one. I they've, oh, they've I'm had sure. Rawhide and a few others in development for a while, but I, same I would be shocked if they game. don't have some version of Bumblebee come out too. So I haven't seen that one. I don't know that they have that one yet, but we'll see. I mean, like once they've got all of this down, they can just you know, yeah. You know, but anyway, they could just copy copy paste it mostly with just different outsides. But yeah, that that's I, I I'm all for them wiping out the bay timeline you know I, I i would just love to see at one point where they're fighting and somebody falls on one of the witwikis you know grandparents or something <laughs> so I, just, I know that's horrible but so 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 what we're saying is we want to see optimus prime will come back in time and shoot like the witwikis great grandparents and 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 yeah and then <laughs> if optimus primal shows up and like it's dun, 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 behind him like okay <laughs> all right all right what do you what do the our listeners think what do you guys think let us know in the comments is uh, are they erasing the michael bay timeline or is this a red herring moving on we got another trailer for our first look at indiana jones 5 or indiana jones and the dial of destiny um what did we think guys jd you can go first i love it. i thought this was great i'm <laughs> so looking forward to this i love so Grumpy Old Men was a favorite of mine growing up. Ah, okay. Now, now I can understand a little more. Okay, keep this going. This is going to be Grumpy Old Men with action. Grumpy <laughs> Old Men of action. Oh, that's an episode title. Not, um, not just Grumpy Old Men. The de-aging looked really good on him. It looks it like they're going to have fun. It did. You know? It did. They're finally figuring that out. Yeah. Yeah, this looks fun. Like, we don't know a whole lot about it, but it's going to be about Indiana Jones getting old. And I like the whip scene. Everybody pulls the gun, and he's like, oh, shit. Like, it's great great playing an old joke i don't know what it's about because we don't learn what movies are about in trailers anymore no and which, I, I, which is I will okay say, like I'm disney disney is really good at showing us enough to get us interested in a trailer mm -hmm. i mean a movie from a trailer and not telling us anything about it and this is definitely one of those not a crystal skull in in, in sight that's, the wife also said good. this looks like an indiana jones movie right it feels like it, it yeah. did. the last one just didn't just from the get-go, like from the digital, and I'm a big fan of digital filmmaking, but it just didn't look right. Like the technology wasn't there yet with high def, and it just, the whole thing just, it, it was a great experiment that just didn't work. Kingdom of the well, Crystal Skull. 
Well, so, yeah, but 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 also nuking the fridge became a thing. I mean, just, they have, like, there were some stupid things in that. There was a lot of stupid things in that. I don't know what the Spielberg was smoking when he wrote it, but I didn't mind the aliens thing because I thought that you know sci-fi alien stuff was big in the fifties. So right? it didn't bug me, but I can't I can't argue people. I, like I got it. I got I got I got two issues that I'm hoping I can be proven wrong about. Go for it. And they're both have to do with my issue I've had since they announced this is age. I still feel like it was bad in Crystal Skull watching old Harrison Ford running around and trying to believe like he could still do this stuff. Which, and just so it's just you know, he's 80 years old. Yeah. Right. Right. He's he's 80 years old. Wow, he's 80 years old. Yeah. I mean, he wow. looks great for let's 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 be honest. He yeah. looks great for 80, mm-hmm. but he's 80 years old, right? So it's it's I mean, let's let's look at Captain Marvel. Sam Jackson de-aged, but he looked like when he was moving around and running, he was a 70-year-old man running around. Like, you could see it. And I just feel like, unless it's a young actor that they put his face on... Which they can are, do. Which they can do. Which I feel like they did. Because you know they hired that guy at Lucasfilm? They should. He was good. The guy, the guy who, who, who redid the, the yeah. Luke... So the Luke Skywalker at the end of the Mandalorian. Yes. Yeah. And in fact, and I think he's the one better. who did for what was it season two? Mm-hmm. Not season. Was it season two Mandalorian or season was it? Bo- no, Both it was Boba Fett. Boba Fett. I think he did the the face there. So yes, most likely it'll be a young actor with his face, Harrison Ford's face. But yeah, unless I mean, unless this is a story about he's old and he's getting old and realizes he can't do this anymore. That seems like the story. And it feels like that's what the setup is in the beginning. He says we, Sala's like, I want the, the, the trailer story is literally Sala saying, I missed those times. And Indy being like, we're too old for this shit. And they get sucked into one more adventure again. And I love that kind of stuff. I think that's, I think it's great. Oh, and they brought back John mm-hmm. Reese Davies too. Yeah. So, uh, Sala. Yeah. It's like, yeah, yeah, I know. The, it's just, yeah. It's just like, I, I, I heard a voice when I, when I watched the trailer, like, oh, and no. I do have one issue in the trailer. And it was just like, and it feels like they stole, they kind of stole the Han Solo thunder from Force Awakens. <laughs> like, like, oh, I don't, I've seen a few things. I don't believe in magic, but I've seen a few things in my life. It's like, dude, you saw the literal wrath of God kill a bunch of Nazis on an no, island. He, didn't. he had his eyes closed. He had his eyes closed. <laughs> he opened his eyes afterwards and saw the aftermath. <laughs> he saw a man rip a man's chest, a heart from his chest. He did drink from the cup of God. Or he, yeah, he drank. Yeah. He saw he, the cup of God restore his father. God restore his father. Thank you. But is that magic? And if you'd seen something, do you write it off as like, nope, can't see that because you can't, it, you, you give people that see things that can't, that deny what they see because it challenges their worldview. I kind of feel like, though, there's an aspect of the character from the original trilogy. Let's let's leave Crystal Skull out of this. Gladly. That he was there's an aspect of the character bit. where he's an archaeologist, he's a scientist, and an adventurer, but he has a respect for the idea of the mythology behind things because he has seen shit. Yes, but that doesn't necessarily mean you believe in magic. And I mean, like, at the same time, it's also a case of getting older and you're getting a little more jaded as it happens when we get older, right? Is that's I think that's a story. And that's what we talked about with Luke. It's one of the things I did like about the Star Wars films is Luke did kind of lose his innocence a bit, right? And he yeah. got more jaded. That happens to people when they get older. Let me introduce you to some Fox News viewers, my friend. Um, oh, oh, boy. They're don't. not happy people. But that happens when you get older. You become a little bit more me. And so if we get grumpy old Indy, I'm okay with that. And this is about him learning to believe again. That's a character arc. Yep. 
Yeah. Anyway, anyway the there. Okay, I have to go back because I did. I I've seen the the thing three times now, and every time I think I'm going to go back and and pause it. But it looked at one point there was yes. one what one flat. I know what you know you're you know exactly. About. Yeah, you know what continue, I'm talking continue. about. Continue. Yeah, the one where it looks like they're on the Millennium Falcon. It did look like that. My wife spot because we were watching these trailers for the show. She's like, that looks like the Millennium Falcon. And it's I like, whoa, whoa, like, whoa, go back. It does look like the Millennium Falcon. So, I think they're in a plane, but it looks if you great do the, They did that on purpose. If you do the math of the year that Indiana Jones and, I'm sorry, Raiders of the Lost Ark is set, and you do the math from when that movie's set to today... It would be 1977 in the Indiana Jones's world, the same year Star Wars came out. So Harrison Ford's going to play a younger version of Indiana Jones. Would it not be funny if they walked by a movie theater and there was a Star Wars poster? It doesn't seem to, the year doesn't seem to. No, I don't think it's the 70s, but it would be funny. Like, they could do that. Literally, literally they could do that, though. I thought it was after World War II, at least, that this Oh, was... no, it's, it looks like the early mm. 60s. Looking at the cars. Yeah, the cars look like, like the 60s. But yeah, the first Indiana Jones is 1930-something. I can't remember. And then if, when you Three, do the math, it ends up being... Seven? Something like that? Something like that. It's pre... It's just... It's like 1936. And then, yeah. and then Indiana Jones and the Temple of Dune is... It's like right at the rise of the Nazis in Germany. Yeah. And and Last Crusade is set in nineteen thirty-eight and then Crystal Skulls nineteen fifty-seven. Oh so, all of them, uh, all of them are on the onset of World War II, huh? Right. According yeah. to according to this dial, Destiny is set in nineteen sixty-nine. See, I think they missed the boat. They should have said it seventy-seven. Yeah, the seventies were ugly, man. The sixties still look cool. Everything yeah. from the seventies is gross. Well, also <laughs> at that point, how old would Indiana Jones be? He, probably eighty. Right. Yeah. <laughs> probably the age he is right now. Yeah. <laughs> So, dog just opened the door. Yeah, I don't well, think the dog opened the door. I think someone lit the dog in your room. <laughs> I, I, I'm gonna see it. I mean, oh, I, yeah. we're going to see it. That's not a question. Not for I mean, day. that's a that's an opening night. Yep. Yeah. Yeah. Definitely. Like that's it's Indiana it. Jones, and we're old nerds, so like, gotta go see it. I'm just worried. It's. I'm also kind of worried. It's going to be a sad swan song. You know? It will be a swan song, and Harrison Ford likes to die. So look into that. Look into that. How you will. At the same time, it's also been seven years since, at that point, it'll be eight years since The Force Awakens. Oh, Force Awakens, okay. So it's not like we're retreading Han Solo so soon. It's been a while at this Mm. point. True, true. That's weird to think about, isn't it? I do think it's interesting. In an interview not too long ago, they said, who do you, there was just all this talk about because of the character Chris Pratt played in uh, Jurassic World of like him possibly taking up the mantle and. So they were like, who do you think would take your place as Indiana Jones? Like, and he said, no, no one. one. Yeah, right. Like, old, old you are such a grumpy ass. old man. He's, he's, the, he's the best. But he actually <laughs> wants to do this movie. I think it's cool. He kind of like reluctantly went into Star Wars because he's always Star Wars to him has always been a job. But he actually loves Indiana Jones. Right. Yes. No, and I, 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 I give him all the credit in the world. But like, I do think you have to be realistic at some point and say like, they paid a lot of money for this company, Disney. They're going to want to make money off this character. Like, they're yeah, going to they, want to make more At movies. least one last time. Apparently. They haven't yet, though, which is a surprise. They have not tried to reboot it. Same with, like, a Back to the Future. Like, there's some movies that people just aren't rebooting. And I don't know if... Well, here's here's my yeah. question. Like, I get with Star Wars was completely owned by Lucas, but does Spielberg own a piece of indie? Mm, I think it might. So maybe that's maybe they were still working out a deal with Spielberg, and that's why it took so long. Well, there's also how much how much can people you, you, 
right now we're in the middle of like the Marvel MCU and how much can people stomach of going back to, hey, it's 19, we're, we're going to do, you know, 1920s young Indiana Jones, I, the new character, right? Like it, it's, it's the time. They did that. that. They did that in the 90s. It was called Young they, Indiana Jones and it was right, one of they the did best young Indiana TV Jones shows Chronicles. ever. Right. But I don't know that like these days, like different, you know, different. I, I get what you're saying, but I also kind of feel like that means they should have struck while the iron was still hot. Like yes. it is starting to cool off at this point, you know? So like it taking so long, I kind of feel like it might've been something with Amblin entertainment and, and, oh, and probably. Uh, Spielberg had probably a piece of it and they had to finalize that. Paramount was also a distributor. Yeah. So could be something there too. I don't know. Yeah. I don't know. So yeah, I guess we're all in. We're all definitely going to go see this. I'm, I'm cautiously optimistic about it. How's that? I'm straight up optimistic domestic i'm ready to give this to campaign for this to be an oscar winner i'm gonna name my you, second, i'm gonna name my second born in <laughs> which is a lot considering i live in illinois and that's like gross to even joke like that <laughs> are you even gonna have any more kids no we're yeah i thought so so <laughs> and you're all in john oh yeah no i'm gonna see this okay and then of course the big trailer that came out for our audience into the galaxy volume three they're all lot. gonna die there was a lot in this trailer without them really saying what this movie is gonna be about mm-hmm. except um, the high evolutionary we know that part i was about to say high evolutionary adam ne- warlock. Uh, yes and adam warlock was in there next net was it next earth and uh, mm-hmm. uh what are the what are those guys called the, the new men new men mm-hmm. like okay they're going for it like i mean they had to if they're using the high evolutionary but it was like wow and then i assume the high revolution is going to be who created rocket yes yeah oh yeah that's that's the only thing that's obvious in this trailer i think it's like that that's going to be it's going to be rocket's origin what's the what's the beaver's name i honestly don't know not a beaver you mean layla the yeah layla layla yeah his his like not soulmate is in the comics he's her his soulmate. right well in in guardians of the galaxy one when they're sitting there yes, getting identified if you look to the left you can see that she's one of his known associates. associates yeah yeah so like that's yeah obviously this is going to be a very rocket centric at least parts of it are going to be very rocket centric but that's good it is because the last been they're also quill centric right mm-hmm. and yeah. now we're gamora is going to be back in the fold it looks like yes you know? the the rumor, like, I don't know if this is confirmed. She is going to be running a different Ravenger team. Hmm. And then she's going to run into them in this. Well, movie. Sylvester Stallone's going to be in this one. So, so he's the leader of the that. Ravagers. So, yeah, yeah, there's going to be some. Right? I like that they're using the uh, the Amnet and Landing era suits, right? Yes. That's cool. Yeah, that we got our first look at Adam Warlock. I don't know. No, no, I don't know that one. You don't know Adam Warlock? Or you no, don't... I know. I know Adam Warlock. The suits, the suits. Oh, Oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. The red and blue. Um, I mean, in fact, it's funny, like, if you ever look up images of Rocket from the comics, he's usually in that suit. What's from the, the, that's my, my mentor, Andy Schmidt, that he was the editor that launched Onslaught. Okay. Onslaught I'm sorry. Oh God, Annihilation. And Amnet and Andy Lanning were the, the architects behind that, that went on to launch the Guardians of the Galaxy reboot series that featured Peter Quill and Drax and Gamora. Like right. the Guardian, because the Guardians that we know and love are not the Guardians that were created in the 60s. No, not at all. So this is, they, we've always been with the DNA, DNA being the term of the fans of Abnet and Lanning, that's what they call them. 
Hmm. Dan, Dan and Andy. DNA. Ah, DNA. There you from. go. Uh, so this is, they're wearing the suits that the Guardians wore in that comic series. Yes. So finally, Cosmic yeah. Marvel of the late aughts is great. Like that is a great little subset of when Marvel was doing stupid stuff like Civil War. Like Annihilation was going on and it was so much better. So continue. But yeah, I mean, oh God, why can't I think of his name? The actor playing Adam Warlock. Oh, it's the guy from, it's the nerdy kid from Meet the Mill, from Where the Millers. Meet, He's yeah, done Meet the Millers. Or yeah, Where yeah. the Millers. Oh, well, I, Will Poulter. Will hey, Poulter. Will Poulter. Mm-hmm. Like, I mean, you only get a couple quick shots from him, but, but like everything I've read, he got ripped to play well, Adam Warlock. Yeah. Well, you have to in these Marvel movies. You don't come in work walking out with a pot belly. But you know, I mean, He's got yeah. something in his forehead, but it's obviously not the soul stone. I wondered the same thing is what exactly does Adam Warlock have in the center of his forehead? Yeah. If it's not the soul stone, what is it? Great question. You know, and here's another question I have. Like, are they going to ever bring back, bring, bring back, bring back, bring back, bring back any of the infinity stones? Like, I know, I don't know. They destroyed them in our universe, but they showed that they exist in the other universes still, you know. They're not supposed to have any effect on our universe, though, right? They're still universe. They don't have any effect in the TVA universe because they're, like, in the middle of everything. Right, but they... But that's the TVA. Right. Right. But you shouldn't be able to bring an Infinity Stone from one MCU multiverse universe to to the one we're in. Because that's, like, been canon, right? They don't work in... That is they, not canon. They don't work. Across, no, no. This the Council of Reeds. They did like it was. It was in one of the comics with the Council of Reeds, that where they the, said that the MCU is not the Marvel is not the six one six. Oh well, yeah, yeah. But you can't. You, but that went for all the universes. You well, can't bring, bring one, an Adam can't bring one from one universe want to, to give him the soul in the stone. comics, not in the, not in the movies. The movies are a different beast. Marvel. Also, okay, well, okay. Let's get nerdy. Marvel time travel clearly states that when you go back in time and change something, you do not change the timeline. You create an alternate timeline. Right. It has already been violated, sir, in the Infinity Move in the Infinity War movies. So we're already on a divergent path from the six one six universe, and we're clearly doing our own thing. So you can't have eight million Infinity Stones if they want to. Plus. <laughs> Plus, I, I there is another fan theory too. I want to talk about. What does Thanos say? He said he he turned them to atoms, to stone or, or to dust, right? And they blew away, right? But well, they reconstitute themselves. I was about to say they're the Infinity Stones. They can probably p- pull themselves back together. Like Ego turned himself into a planet. Like turn them into atoms or atoms. <laughs> Thanos actually said Adams, and there's a bunch of Adam Warlocks running around. Think about it. Think about it. (laughs) Oh my god. Think about it. No, we know that he. Are you thinking uh, about it? We saw the creation, quote unquote, creation of Adam in Volume Two. Adams. (laughs) We got it. We got it. We got your joke, JD. Adams. Stop (laughs) pushing the dad joke. Okay, one more time. One more time. Adams. Thank you. Uh, <laughs> and all right so yes the trailer makes you think this is at least rocket's last yeah i never got that vibe I, everyone's saying they're worried about rocket raccoon dying because you see a shot of him when he was little and i'm like i didn't read that at all like i think people are just so gun shy because they killed tony stark anytime I'm... we do a trailer they thought thor was gonna die too remember i'm That's worried right. about mantis 
I'm way more worried about Mantis because what's the evolutionary going to do when he sees two people that have DNA, you know, from from celestial uh, celestial yeah he's he's gonna say oh oh it's my birthday is it okay let's see what, what i can do with these guys the high evolutionary is marvel's you know, marvel equivalent to joseph mengala yes right so Literally. i'm i'm way Literally. more worried about about mantis yeah. peter too true but i think he's got too much plot armor does he mm. this is this is it by the way for the guardians this is the last they said this is the last guardians movie with they I think someone said this iteration. So Meaning gonna, the, the cast has said they don't want to do it without James Gunn. So they would have to do a different Guardian Galaxy. Well, they could still show up in other Marvel movies, couldn't they? Batista said he ain't doing it. He said he's done with this. Huh. He came out and said, yeah, I'm done. You know, so I think that. And again, these actors don't like coming back that often. Like even Hemsworth's like, eh, we need changes if I'm coming back. You know, like actors right. don't like, you know, very few of them are Kelsey Grammer wanting to play the same guy for 20 years. Troy Brownfield, friend of the show, he's been yeah. on many times. He said he felt that this is a misdirect, like the trailer. There's a lot of misdirects in the trailer. I think he's um, right. That that's the biggest one, making us think they're going to kill Rocket off. And also, he he said something to me, and I'm like, you know what? You've got a point. They did Groot as a mech suit for Rocket in the comics, and he feels like that scene at the end where he's got all the guns and he's shooting like crazy. If you look quickly. There's like an opening. His chest is like opened up, hmm. you know, oh, or yeah. underneath his chest is opened up and there's nothing there. Like they removed, they digitally removed them and they're going to put them back in. They have a history of doing things like this. Yes. The Hulk shows up the in Infinity uh, War trailer. Infinity War trailer. There's only one Spider-Man. <laughs> when, when other people are getting punched in the same scene. Uh -huh. Yeah. Mm -hmm. So yeah, they have a history of doing this to us. So they lie. Yeah. And like kind of feeling like him saying we are Groot because, you know, not just a call back to the first movie, but also because he's next suit Groot at that point. Could be, which could explain why he has the bulkier design. Yes, that would explain why they did that. Oh, my God. Interesting. The Michelin Groot. The <laughs> Michelin Groot. Is that what they're calling him? No, that's what they just call him. No, they're calling him Swell Groot. That's, called, that's, his, yeah. that's what his name is right now, Swell Groot. Yes, I believe James Gunn actually started that. Mm -hmm. so so this will be interesting yeah i do you feel that this is going to be a i mean obviously it's going to be a guardians centric story but do you feel like this is going to have an impact on the greater mcu with the high evolutionary and and all that stuff being introduced it should it's i, I mean no because we don't know where we're really going with this next phase and it seems like kang is going to be the driving force but high evolutionary is kind of a, I mean, like, I don't know if I call him an important character, but I mean, he's one that you could like really do something with. Was, wasn't he like a contemporary of, of Kang's or like kind a, of, kind of. So, yeah. so in the comics, next earth was, wasn't it just on the other side of the sun mm -hmm. of, of our earth, right? As seen in the famed, terrible Spider-Man unlimited cartoon series. Hmm. Oh, that's right. <laughs> That's right. That's what that whole thing was. That was yes. Next Earth. And the show and, is trash. Yeah. They should have just, you know, Killed that it. was a weird way to end the Spider Man animated series was have him fly off. Have a different company, have him fly up to Next Earth and have a whole series where it takes, everything looks completely different and it's a bad show. One of the weirder choices in animation history. Yeah. One of the weirdest Marvel choices ever. Mm -hmm. They were cheap. But someone had suggested this. Is there is next Earth in the 
MCU actually in another dimension. Now that we dimension hop, it's possible in in Marvel. It's definitely possible. So they did say the guard, the galaxy needs saving. So I mean, it could be another dimension. I think for the to keep it clean, you make it just another Earth. But I don't know. I mean, it's both are definitely possible. Right. I mean, it has to be next Earth. Like it is definitely got to be next. They're Earth. flying over New York. There's the Statue yeah. of Liberty. Is there's is, animals? I mean, it's very like the High Evolution is just he's Doctor Moreau with armor, right? Yeah. <clears throat> so it's next Earth. It has to be. So and one other thing I thought was a very interesting choice, right? So far. The music for Guardians, right? It's all seventies and very early eighties music, I right? Know. To Space keep Space Hog. I was about mm. to say to keep it grounded in in Peter Quill's pre leaving Earth life, and then all of a sudden now we get a Space Hog song from the nineties, right? Or was it early two thousand? Ninety six. Ninety six. Okay, so I think he's saying something with that, don't you? Could be. It's interesting. Peter Quill and I are the same age, according to the timeline. <laughs> so uh-huh. I'm super, because again, that's high school. And he spent his high school years on a spaceship, yes. which he didn't, he didn't know, but he's been introduced to earth culture. So, and didn't he get another mix? Didn't at some point someone make him a new mix? Uh, was the zoom, the, the zoom. Well, wait, at the, the end zoom, of the first one, he yes, gets, it, it at the end of the, the first zoom. one, he gets the awesome mix volume two. Right. The, they found that with, with his mother's stuff or something, but then yeah, yes, but he, he gets a zoom, and I guarantee it's not crazy to think Space Hulk would have been on the zoom. This is true, yeah. But I kind of feel like it's an intentional choice. It's an uh, yeah. intentional choice to. It's getting away from the comfort levels. Right? Now, of course, there's another misdirect because that song is about like facing your death and like the things that we do in the meantime. Is the name of the song? It's like what we're doing on this planet to justify our existence and being here and all this stuff as repair, repairing to go on to the, the next plane or whatever you believe. And it's just like, wait a minute. So you're saying someone's going to die by using that song. I'm not saying it's true, but it feels like th- that song was picked on purpose. A know? lot of them. Okay. Uh, the, a big trope or not trope. Yeah. He's got me saying now a big motif <laughs> with a lot of the, this, this particular wave of Marvel properties has been grief. Mm-hmm. dealing with grief and loss in particular so it would not starting with wandavision every single thing has really dealt with loss and death yeah the, not everything but the vast majority of stuff been the the most depressing marvel was it quarter or whatever something's coming yeah. something's coming yeah uh, so it would not surprise me if we lost somebody and i think that i'm gonna go out on a limb and say that somebody is gonna be Drax. huh that would suck dave has said he's done he so, has said he's done. I mean, and so wait, wasn't that Drax story in the beginning? Right. He wanted to die in combat, like yeah. because he lost everything. Like that mm-hmm. was his driving thing. He had lost his family. And he can come back, right? So you have that if you wanted it. But yeah, I think yeah. that's that's what we're gonna do. I think it's gonna be pull a Gamora from another or you know, because Drax destroyer can come back. Yeah. But that is my call. Everyone thinks it's gonna be Rocket. I think it's gonna be Drax. I don't think it's going to be Rocket. I think I think it's going to be oh, Mantis. Either. I don't know if it's going to be Mantis. I don't think she has enough accrued in like she's not one of the original Guardians. And like you want to get one of those original ones. Yeah, but what did they do? To, they established to... her with the sister. Like they did yes. that. They got those. Right. And I agree. I get why John's saying it. It would make sense. But again, I think 
the signs, the obvious signs point to Rocket, but the, if you look at stuff, it, you could see it pointing to Mantis. I think they're going to go the other way. And I then they're going to go Drax. Is, there's a scene where they're all in nowhere and they're all walking, and I can't Drax remember is who's... a big shot. Drax is like a bullet hole or something or something. Right, but they're like all carrying. What someone's carrying? Peter. Peter. Mm-hmm. Right. So there's a lot of misdirects that like Tons. someone's going to die in this. There's going to be some. There's going to be some heavy stuff going on. They're going to kill Gamora again and be done with. I don't think so. No, no. And Nebula was was carrying. Peter. Nebula was carrying. Yeah. Well, okay. It's I, I don't know. I yeah. There's a lot of misdirects. I don't know where they're going with this. It, I think we got that super happy Christmas special because I think we're gonna get a dark story coming up here. Because oh, I think for- James Gunn is still working through his his stuff with Disney. <laughs> yeah, I think you're probably right. So, but I guess we're all in, right? Like we're definitely gonna oh, go yeah. to, opening yeah. night I mean, again. Yeah, and obviously we're gonna review it for the podcast. So I mean, you don't have a last, last summer was not a great movie summer. So I'm very excited to have a good one this year. Yeah, I mean, we did get three Marvel movies last summer, didn't we? We got Thor. What else did we get? Doctor Strange. And Spidey that was like in the spring. Spidey was last winter. Oh, it was okay. You're right. It was Christmas time last Christmas. Yeah, Spidey was just about a year ago. And I meant the summer. I mean, just on the whole, like the summer movie schedule last year was not great. Okay, wait a minute. <laughs> what? I could have swore there were three Marvel movies in during the summer. Maybe there was. I can't remember what this month. summer last. Summer. Yeah, like, this summer. Summer twenty-two. Or did it feel that way because of the TV shows? It could have felt that way because of the TV shows. We got. The, I believe we got Eternals in the early part of the year. Everyone has forgotten about the culture has decided to forget about that. Yeah. Oh, that's what it is, I think. <laughs> I think you might be right. Well, we're gonna have like for for summer, there's the Little Mermaid, the live action one. Well, we're talking uh, this I'm and then Spi- and then Spider-Man across the Spider-Verse, Transformers Rise of the Beasts, and then what's the oh the flash, the flash. Is it just the Flash now? Is it not the Flash Point anymore? It just, it says the Flash. That's that's the, the that's going to be a title. mercy. That's going to be a mercy. Yeah, it's a mercy kill. June twenty twenty third, and then Indiana Jones and the Dial of, uh, Dial of Destiny. Um, okay. June thirtieth, and what else? Mission Impossible. Blah blah blah. The Marvels is July twenty eighth, and then Meg to the Trench on August fourth. Jeez, but I don't see. Oh, Blue Beetle comes out August eighteenth too. Okay. Yeah, I mean, I guess I'm also thinking Wakanda forever, but that wasn't summer. You're right. So, yeah, it just felt like so this is there was a lot of Marvel stuff, but only two movies in the theater during the summer. But nothing. Wait a minute. It's not even listing when the hell is uh, when the hell is Guardians of the Galaxy supposed to come out? What May. Guardians? May. 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 I didn't see it in the list. Fascinating. Oh, I did see another article, but it wasn't like a reputable site, so it's kind of why I didn't include it. Marvel is now said for phase five, they're going to cut back on the number of things they release and, 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 and concentrate on quality over quantity. It's not a bad idea. So they're putting out too much stuff. There yeah. it is. May 5th. Guardians of the Galaxy. So, okay. All right. So we're definitely all in. That is all the trailers. Speaking of, of, we always like to talk about streaming and <laughs> craziness around that. We have, Two stories. John, you brought one. I have the other that kind of related. We'll start with this one. Apparently, Warner Brothers is in negotiation, and I've seen this everywhere. They're fi- I guess they're finalizing. It's not final yet. All the DC animated movies to be released on Amazon Prime going forward. Good. Nobody will be able to find them. That is a sign that we are <laughs> that we need to make money. Yep. 
Yeah, then, I mean, I find it, I find it very interesting. That's what um, Zaslav said they were going to do, and here we are. I just, it's so funny. It's <clears> like you have your own platform, but you're going to go put all all the stuff that people like because everyone, most people like all of the DC animated. DC animated is usually way better than the Marvel animated stuff. Yes. So I think there's this there's this perception that you can make more money by having it on your own service. I didn't say there was a perception. I don't have that perception. But I think people do have that perception. Yeah. And you could sell it and make more. I mean, there's a reason. Remember in the 90s when Marvel tried to be their own distributor and that didn't work? Yeah. Right? It doesn't. Like, there's we're undervaluing the role of the distributor right now. And I think a lot of these content providers are finding out that there is a difference between those businesses but, and we're going to start seeing those things. But, again. but that still doesn't, because when they try to be their own distributor, they're trying to start from the ground up, right? Well, that, Marvel that make yeah. Marvel, Marvel, when they try to be their own, they distributor. try to compete and they try to compete with diamond. Right. Yeah. Right. But the thing is that they were going into, you know, they, they were but going to an already established field but we but are an already it. established field I, right they already have hbo max right and it's it's not doing as well they need but they're also so, in a spot where they need to make up billions of dollars and you can make is, more if you sell on top is, of that i mean this is the way i see it and you can correct me jd if you think i'm wrong and i will i kind of feel like no no like the idea is we have this platform and as long as we keep putting out this stuff on this platform People are going to come and the, the the idea of making money is you're trying to get new subscribers interested in in. You're not going to get. Content. We're not getting, but we're not whereas, getting new subscribers. Whereas I think you're the point you're making is well, if we sell it to Amazon, we're guaranteed to make that money on every movie we sell to Amazon, Correct. regardless if we get subscribers on HBO Max or not. You're not ah. worried about subscribers. You're worried about the bottom end. Right. Are you worried about your dollar? Like, and again, we're not. Like, this is the problem with everyone: is no one is getting new subscribers. We're in the battle to retain subscribers. Yeah. And they're spending a lot on things like House of the Dragon, and you know those type of things. Like, that's what's keeping the lifeblood afloat. It's not DC animated stuff. So if you can make money by selling those to Amazon Prime, I say you got to go for it. it. Makes perfect sense to me. I have a feeling we're going to start seeing more of this kind of stuff. I think you're going right. Forward. I think you're right. I think we're going to, I've been saying it for months. I think there will be a time when we're back to Netflix and Disney. And Amazon. I think Amazon Am- is going to. Yeah, but Amazon, Amazon is diversified in enough of it. I was about places. to say, Amazon's not going anywhere. They can no, do whatever they, they can, want on Prime. and They and can take a okay. hit. Because yeah. this isn't their Prime. Prime video <laughs> is just an extension of what of what else they do. Right. And, and you can tell by the fact that they have one of the worst interfaces every, anywhere for music and for video. Yes. Yeah. yeah. So like, you know, it's not their it's not their primary focus because they don't give it any focus. But they just they just think to deal with Mike Flanagan to bring from because Mike Flanagan, the horror director, was doing a bunch of stuff for Netflix and his contract is done and, and Prime picked him up. They said so now he's gonna create all his, you know, miniseries and stuff like that for Prime instead of Netflix. And that's the so. thing too. If you're Amazon, right, you've got the money to throw at creators to have them come onto your yep. platform. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Yeah. Their profit, they have so much profit right now. They don't know what to do with all the money. Mm-hmm. Like they're looking for things to throw it away on. Right. And that's except, except they're only buy so workers. many robotic women. <laughs> yeah. Except, except they're warehouse workers. They won't, they won't throw money on them. Well, well, you can't, you can't lose money. You lose money if you pay people. Yes. Yeah. Do stock buybacks if you can, if you're paying people. <laughs> and that's the problem we have. I mean, that's the thing though. But like, whereas Warner Media, this is, this is what they do. Yeah. Right. They don't have, you know, Amazon backing, like the Amazon, what is, what would, how would you classify their business? 
I'm struggling to classify Amazon's business at the moment. They there is no class. They they're, they're, they're they have their hands in everything. Right. Yeah. They're <laughs> they, Hydra, basically. They own the world. I mean, come on now. Yeah. I mean, they like, only got more powerful during the pandemic. Multifaceted. Mm. Oh, they became the funk. They became America's conduit. Yeah. For for survival during the pandemic, like it's mm-hmm. insane. But I mean, Warner Media can't say that. Disney no. can't even say that. No. Well, you know? parents can. Parent, yeah, they I'm, can say I'm it with a, parents. I am. I am a parent. <laughs> And yeah, I mean, but yeah, yeah I mean, because Disney did lose. I mean, in the sense of they didn't make as much as they normally make during the pandemic. So yeah, mm-hmm. where they were, they were still figuring where out what Amazon they were grew. Do. They were Disney was still figuring out what they were going to do with like new properties, like with uh, what's the movie they put out and they they said to charge thirty bucks. Mulan, even Mulan, right? Well, Disney yeah. launched this. Remember, let's not forget Disney launched this three months before the world hit. No, I'm sorry. They launched this at the very beginning of the pandemic. Right. Yeah, the beginning when it was right. the Wuhan thing, when stuff was happening in Wuhan. Like, oh, otherwise, there. Mulan would have gone to the would have been in the theaters. Yeah, so. yeah. So I mean, they they experimented, and I honestly think they realized that it, it didn't work. That model wasn't going to work for them. Mm. Otherwise, they would keep doing it. Where Amazon exactly. does do that, right? But Amazon at the moment can doesn't make right. They can, and they don't merely make movies to get distributed in the theater. Nope. Where Disney's business model has always been movies that go to the theater. So correct. Yes. So I also kind of feel like it, it comes down to this idea in business where you compare your profit margins. So like if Disney sits there and goes, well, we normally make a hundred million. I'm, I'm throwing numbers out. It doesn't, none of these are real. Normally make a hundred million dollars on a movie. And when we put it on Disney plus, we only made $30 million. Like we can't do that. Whereas Amazon goes, well, not yeah. Amazon goes well. We normally make ten million, and we put this out and made twenty million. On you know, like they don't have a, a distribution to compare it to in that mm-hmm. sense. So yeah, they can keep just keep doing it, and they're happy. Where if Disney's not making as much money, they're like, no, nope, we're not happy. We're not going to do it. You know, I mean, it's funny when I hear people talk about this. Like, oh, everything's just going to go online. It's like the companies aren't making the money they made. They're not going to want to do that. Right. Mm-hmm. The online, online is supposed to be only one channel of a distribution of a, of a movie, right? You yeah. go to the theaters first, you make a bunch there. Then you go to, then you go to, to DVD, I guess, and then streaming or one of those two comes next, but you may, you've got like three different channels of, of revenue. That I you feel can, like yeah. you go to st- streaming first now, because it's three months, I think. Yeah. Right? Or yeah, or you, yeah, and then or or and then DVD, but and you 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 pick up more cash there, but like you it you don't make more money by cutting off one of those channels, right? Mm-hmm. Yeah, yeah. After these messages, we'll be right back. Yeah, and then John, you showed us Disney and how do I say this? Kandasha? Oh, Dansha. Kadansha it's got announced a long time a long-term anime partnership so disney plus is going to get into the anime no they're not world they may think they are but this is going to be another interspecies reviewers like like i don't i don't know what they're going to do because like there is very little anime that is made even even like the throwaway anime that's only supposed to be like a big commercial for one for somebody's manga on shonen jump there's no way that they can put feel, any of that on Disney Plus. <laughs> Just I feel, none. I Zero. feel that this came from what was the name of that project? 
for the Star Wars stuff where it was all those shorts that were done by anime studios. Oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. The uh, Visionaries? Visionaries. Yeah. And, like, that brought in an audience they weren't expecting, and everyone praised that. So they're like, well, now we want more of that. Well, maybe they looked at Sony and saw Sony bought up Crunchyroll and Funimation, and, you know, now they've got, they've they pretty much got at least half of the, the anime market for, like, the United States at least. And you're yeah, cer- certain other countries. You said something at the beginning about how like anime, a lot of anime is adult oriented, or because because cartoons really aren't just made for kids. It's in, it's not it's not a it's that's the thing, it's not adult oriented. It's it's the fact that the Japanese have a different aesthetic and a different idea of what mature but, what maturity is. So like even in your most tame anime, when a woman walks, you're going to hear the boobs bounce and you're going to see like they, they, yeah no there's there's like there's like two big things that that animators that real a- anime animators boobs are sometimes ha- two big things if a if a boob bounces yeah. in the forest and no one is there to hear it does it make a sound in anime it does yes ah. so so the th- the thing is but there's there's like two two big competitions in anime one is how well they can animate the bounce of somebody's breasts and the other one is how well they can animate food like it's Japan's just a weird place, man. I, 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 it is. But the thing is, like, even the most tame stuff is not going to make it on on Disney Plus. They're going to have to put it on Hulu at the very least. Okay, so number one, I appreciate John's intense explanation of boobs and anime. But the, <laughs> I know, but like, but here, but there's so much fan service in even in even the the lowliest of, kind of, of anime. I feel mm-hmm. like, yeah. I feel like Disney Plus. Disney realized this already. They, that's why they have the now the age restricted stuff, and they have you know Deadpool. I mean, come on, like Deadpool's R, right. and they're mm-hmm. gonna they they have it on Disney Plus now, and they're gonna make an R rated movie for him. Like, so we'll see. I mean, I think you'll get something maybe a little tamer than what you're used to, John. No, well, that's the thing. If it is, but I think it's, it's still gonna be more adult than what you're think disney's gonna put but, out but that that's the thing like anime anime people are really really stringent and really really particular about what they they're not going anime. they're not going for the diehard anime fans they're going for the casual anime american no, no, no. anime fans Co- Co- kodashana kodansha is is like one of the main distributors of anime like i know but disney doesn't Hunter care Roman. about that disney cares about getting the 350 million americans who are okay, Mike check Mike yeah, check out. But you but you don't you don't you don't come up like all almost every anime that 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 exists came from somebody's manga or light novels. So you don't just create brand new anime out of thin air. You usually work with somebody who has created something that worked its way up. There's like there's like this huge conveyor belt. Okay. Going. You go, you you grow on a manga. You get to you get onto Shonen Jump, and then it get, it grows up there, and then maybe one of the anime John, will pick it up and John, say, "We'll try a first John, season." You're not listening to me. You're not the target audience. The people that grew up watching Speed Racer and Battle of the Planets and G Force, who have no idea of the history and like where it came from, they just know those. They they watch those cartoons growing up as kids. 
that's the audience. Right. Like, but the problem is that Battle of the Planets was cut down because they they took entire parts. I don't care. American- I liked Battle of the Planets. I don't care about that. What? I will watch this stuff because okay, wait, I whoa, like whoa, whoa, that. Whoa, wait, wait, wait. You're not understanding me. If they're working with Kodansha, that means that they're working with real anime. If they if they take somebody's manga and they butcher out the parts like the fan service and the they the did that violence. in the seventies and the eighties and the nineties on TV and the and, kids ate it up. Right, that was for the Americans. That was for the. That's Ameri- what they're doing. This will be for the Americans. This will right. be for the Americans. But but what I'm saying is that was for the American culture back in the seventies. That's not going to fly today when yes, Crunchyroll and High yes, Dive are readily but, available. Okay, but that's the thing: is Crunchyroll and the other one you just said are available. This will be an alternative service. You need a gateway to get to these things. I, Disney, I know, but the, Disney but the, can provide that gateway. Right, but the thing is that if you if you if you could have if you could have a Morning Star veggie burger or you could have a real hamburger, which one are you going to go for? I don't Nobody, know what the first one is. Yeah, well, that's the thing. Real anime, real people that are interested in anime, if they say if they're not going to go to Disney, and if if somebody starts in Disney and then they see some real anime from from somewhere else, they're going to go straight to Country Roll, High Dive, or or whatever. Not necessarily. There's people that like those kind of things. I mean, like, like I say, I'm a professional wrestling fan, right? I don't like the WWE product. I think it's too watered down and sanitized and boring. I prefer like looking watching Japan or AEW, something like that. But that is the minority voice, right? A lot of people will like the thing that they are introduced to at first because it has a greater reach and that will become their version of it. Whereas what you are talking about would be for more of a hardcore fan. And now you've just split the fan base. But what we've also done is you've grown the fan base. True. And there and are there... people that will discover it and will like that better. But this becomes a gateway product. When when you have a gateway product, there are people that are going to prefer the gateway, Right. And there are people that are going to fall in love with the the real stuff. Right. Like I don't I don't foresee an issue with this because all I see is this introduces anime well, they, to a different audience. Well, I, I I get it, but here's the problem: the source material is what you're working with, and if they're working with Kadansha, they're working with source material. Okay, that right. Does, but the that, distributor who's but, Disney's going to go, okay, but you've got to cut this out, this, this, this out. Right, which is, and, which the, is and what the, they, the owners of the IP aren't going to allow that. They're, yes, they, they are. That, they did that, and the, they did that in the eighties with Voltron and like right, all but the seventies, the eighties, and that 90s. was that was the eighties. They still do was, it today. That was no, 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 no. That was the eighties before there was any other. They're not going to. They're not going to have a choice because these things are. We talked about lines of distribution. You've made a purchase. Like these things are owned, right? The people who are going to be working with them are going to be okay with it, or their stuff will not be that. You know what I'm saying? Like, and it'll is, it, the, what they're going, what they're going. To, well, I what I, you they're know, going to get is diet anime, but that's what Disney wants to sell you. It's gonna well, that's what the, they want. Though. Yeah, Disney I, I wouldn't be doing see, it otherwise. I, I know, but the thing is, like, I I don't know how to convey to you like the the anime community. Is a lot different than other but communities. this isn't for no, the it, anime no, it, community again it isn't for the anime community they're trying to build their own community by using anime right so it will be like i said i get it man i'm a re- i'm a wrestling fan i'm a hardcore wrestling fan i completely understand this like because i see this all the time right these are not the same fans i i know but it's just it's gonna be it's going to be, I mean, like you said, there, there's good, there's going to be like, this is another avenue That's, where if Disney, wait, 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 if Disney's going to be the animator on some of these, that could be good for anime because it will be yet another, another house, an, an, a, another creator, whatever that, that can be creating anime 
and give more of these manga writers and light novel writers an avenue to get their stuff actually on film, right? The but but again, like I feel you're like go, you're going you're you're it's it's going to be hard to find writers that want to work with somebody that's going to want their stuff watered down. Bullshit. Because, it's called money. It's called money. Yeah, but and I I understand that, and you John? may get new. No, 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 no. Listen to me. Listen to me. You, get, you may get new writers. You may get new writers that think, oh yeah, money. I can make money writing this. Right. Okay. Fine. But but the the guys who create this stuff, they're very 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 particular about what John, they're putting out. Like, the biggest... like any of the existing ones, they're not going to work with this. John, what is the biggest independent comic book franchise of all time? I don't know. I know where you're going with this. Okay, JD, what is the biggest independent? Teenage Mutant Ninja Turtles. Right. Did you ever read the original graphic novel for Teenage Mutant Ninja Turtles? Again, Not until I was like 15. Again, it is all... absolutely nothing, right. nothing like any it's of the cartoons or movies. It is all washed down. But it, it does not respect the original source material. But but again, that was put out back when there were no other avenues to get it to the American audience. The the creators now, involved. There's plenty of other, but they're not as big as Disney. True, except that Sony owns Crunchyroll and 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 Sony they're not Disney. Disney, I it doesn't. Yeah, it, it does matter. It's not again. This isn't for you. And again, I know you're you're taking this very altruistic view of the artist, but there's a lot of artists that want to make money too. And you can do other things. You can do different things. You can have. I get it. Your but argument you're, boils you're missing, down. You're missing the cultural point of. Tell this. me about the Japanese culture that I don't know about. Why are you saying that? Because like, I'm a wrestling fan. I understand this stuff completely. It's not going, I get it. There's, I see this all the time in professional wrestling. There is a difference, but there is an audience too for stuff that is Americanized. There is an audience to find American fans that I, will like a diet version akin, of it. I get it. I also but, feel it's akin to an argument of a Spider-Man movie will fail unless it shows Peter Parker as a nerd with glasses in high school, no, bit by a radioactive spider. No, it's not. Then... It's not anything like that. There's there there. Are no, all... it's the it's the same thing. You're saying it's got to respect the source material. I'm but gonna, okay, it changes based on not the a... audience you're trying to reach. Let me, let me John. Let me lay it in like this: If Disney, how often has Disney and have gotten themselves into a marketing platform that they failed with? This again, that's for Western cultures. They're bringing it's, it to Western culture. I, they're not. They're doing this specifically for Western culture. I I know. They're not doing it for the, the Eastern culture has that. The manga and anime are deeply embedded into Eastern culture, and Disney is trying to help grow that by Americanizing it the same way our parents did that. Our parents' generation did that for us in the seventies and eighties. I know, but but the thing is, but again, how, but how reason, often? How often has Disney heavily invested in something? like this and failed i i understand but you're still comparing now to the 70s they I'm, were way withdraw, they were withdraw way what i said times. withdraw what i said withdraw what i said how often has disney invested I get it. heavily no, no, no. into I, a platform I, and I, failed I com- no no i completely get it but the the thing is i don't don't think Disney quite understands what they're getting they're into. They're going time. to reinvent it for their audience. Yeah, that's not going to fly with the anime community. <laughs> it does. It's not for the anime community. I, it's for their audience. They're using anime 
as a bridge into their audience. But that, and that's their, a, uh, it's not going to go. The bridge doesn't go that way. The bridge is going to go from they, anime if, fans if, to this. The bridge will creating, go from Disney fans to anime. If they were creating their own anime, they wouldn't. They they shouldn't have started working with Kodansha. Kodansha is not because Kodansha is going to go is, to the source material and bring them to Disney. John. What and you're doing, you don't think these people know what Disney does? You think these people made a deal with Disney and have no clue how Disney operates? Oh, they probably do. And I'm sure I'm sure they'll get people that write for them. I'm just saying that the actual anime community out there is it not going to consider that it anime. It's it not going to be considered an anime. Okay, okay, and to that I say, so what? What does that matter? You have Crunchyroll. You have that. This isn't, and I'm telling you this now. We have this argument a lot on this show. This isn't for you. I, I, I get that. And I'm, and I say you, I'm not saying you as in John O'Grady. I'm saying you as in the anime, the United States westernized anime culture. I just, this is for a different fan. I know. I know that doesn't exist yet. I just, I just, I just like kanji, it is very hard to, to translate what I know as being in the anime community for about a decade now to to make you understand just how different this situation is from other stuff that Disney is doesn't tried. Okay. matter. Wait a minute, wait a minute. Their own I think let me let me try and, let me try this a different way. But you, no, Dave, Dave, you're trying to explain something to me, but you don't understand my side of it truly. You really don't. And 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 you don't no, no, understand no, no. Listen, how the listen, anime listen, community listen, listen, on, responds on. to people trying it's to call not the anime about that the anime community though. It doesn't matter what the anime. I know, community. but Here's another example. Gonna call it anime. Here's yeah, another great. And Disney doesn't care what the anime, the American anime community thinks. They're going to create their own fans, and in less than a decade, they will outnumber you. That is what happens. That is what Disney does. We're talking about. Disney. I understand. In that. the United States, you were talking about an army of kids, my from younger than my son to older than my son, that only know this. You are breeding a new battleground. You are creating new soldiers. It's not, they don't want your money. They want my money as a parent. I, I they want they to want educate Andy's Mike. Money. They want I, Andy's money. They want to edge. They want to bring up their own I fans and re-educate them. I, into I, I get it. Is. I get it. I get it. I get it. But what you're going to get is the really watered down Star Wars. I know stuff. this is what happened in the 1980s with pro wrestling and Vince McMahon. This is exact same thing. And everybody's saying like you, like you said, John, they don't understand the community. They don't know how this is going to work. And what they did was they built their own and they, and your guys aged out and there's still going to be those people like you, but there's a bigger audience right. here, but they audience but they, of Disney. But what you said, and, but no, but what you said, big, that Vince McMahon built his own, right? He he decided he'd take he'd oh, no. take the concept. Oh no 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 no! He out but he bought stuff and he brought in people from other places. He offered them money, lots of money, which is what Disney's doing. That's exactly right now. that's what I'm saying. I've seen this before. Right, right, but but he still at that point he has control over what they do and what they portray and all so that. Right, Disney. Well, no, yeah, but the, no. but but no, that the source material they're not going to rewrite all of Bleach or di- or or well, they're or not going to Dragon Ball Z. They're not, they're not going to, but they're not going to do that. They're going to do something different because yeah. those things already exist. Which, Which means exist. it's not anime Bleach at all. Exists. That's according to you and your fan base. Of course, that is exactly it. Disney is not they're, interested in that. Disney is interested in doing their own thing and owning the market on it. I also kind of feel like that's arguing that Voltron and and 
the Speed Racer and all those are not anime, but there are a lot of people who are like, yeah, no, that's anime. That's all anime. Speed Racer was cut pretty uh, cut a little bit for American audiences. Voltron wasn't what wasn't Voltron in in what the original anime that it comes from. Actually, there were three different right, series from I know three different of types anime of anime fans that are like, yeah, that's anime. Like, yeah. no, no, that's that's Saban style anime, and it's but that's. It's, but that's the gateway, man. That's how you get fans. That's how you create fans is you give them this stuff, right? Same like Spider-Man and his amazing friends won us all over, won our generation into becoming comic book fans. I, I you can't tell me Spider-Man and his amazing friends is the same level as a Marvel 616 comic because it isn't. You're baiting the hook. You're creating fans. That's what Disney does. That's why they've had Fairy Tales has been the heart and soul of their business for over a hundred years I, because I it know. was cheap, fast, and they knew it. It had cultural touchstones okay. and they put their own okay. spin on it. Okay. This is Disney. I, I get it. I get it. I, I get what you're saying. But again, they decided to work with Kadansha and that, and, and basically that means that Kadansha is going to have to find completely new writers who are willing to tone down what they're saying and in some cases, because again, like you keep telling me, this is Disney. They're going to have to find writers that are going to have to take direction they have to want from to make Disney. A lot of money. They're right. going to have to find writers who want to make money. God and Almighty, how it. was that going to go and screw, over? And screw the art, right? Well, they, who says you can't make art with money? Who says that? That's like saying everything Disney has done is not art. No, 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 no. Because, because it's sanitized. Because right. it doesn't have to go. I mean, right, that's not that, true. Again, that's not true. You're, but you but you're putting it through a filter saying, that it's never been through before. You're that's, saying that you can't you're saying that art cannot be created unless there's tentacle porn and boobs flopping. No, no, I'm yeah. not. I'm and saying that's I'm exactly saying that anime, saying. actual anime can't be and and if sure Disney can. All right. All right. I'm will I'm it appeal done. will I'm, it I'm appeal done. to I'm, you? I am just Probably going to not. Look, I'm just going to look forward to the first. You're going to look forward that, to that Disney, Disney failing. No, 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 Disney no, no, failing. No, 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 yes, no, no. John, I can't no, wait no. till Disney Please fails stop. on a grand they're stage. They're not going to. They're not going to fail. But what they're going to create is not going to be anything like real anime. And That's what going... they're trying to do. That is literally the business plan. I know. To but do with their own stamp on it to Disneyfy anime. Well, they're going to have That's some what they do. because if they're working yes. with Kadansha, the 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 creators that work with Kadansha. <laughs> aren't going to care about what Disney says because let's they're very see. particular about their arts. Let's, let's see how that plays so out. Kodansha is going to have to hire a whole bunch of new writers and then stuff. Then let's see. They're going to have to hire new creators. Think and, that's what they're investing into, though. I, I get it. Yeah, you're right. They're not going to do Dragon Ball Z. They're not going to do Bleach. Those are already done. Disney's going to want their own thing. They're going to want something new. And they're going to introduce it to a new audience that is un that is unfiltered by this stuff. And they're creating new fans that are loyal to their product the same way they did with sleeping beauty and snow white and the seven dwarfs right except in this those, culture except those properties were were what are yeah, they, they paid for no public domain yeah they were public domain but this they stuff still ain't, had, this stuff ain't public domain it, but it's owned by them it'll be owned by them there's no difference well, right. And that's, uh, again, that's, it's that's not supposed, but it's not supposed to be, it's not supposed to be pure anime. They're not trying to create pure anime. They're trying to create Disney. Anime. Right. Right. But the, but you're, you're missing. Okay. Okay. I get it. But add this to add this to the mix. Right. Yeah. When Disney creates something, they're going to own it. Right. They're going to mm -hmm. hand people contracts through Kadansha and say, mm -hmm. here's the Disney thing. We'll put mm -hmm. it on. We'll, we'll, we'll animate it. Here's the contract. We own this. Mm -hmm right that's 
Yeah, well, that's not the way all so, these, that's not the way think, the current market works. The current market, the people think, who wrote it, the actual authors, the writers, I think and it, artists, they own that stuff. I think you're, missing, a, I think you're also missing another great art. point here. A billion Disney fans, maybe a million, 20 million anime fans oh, are going to be dude, upset. No, dude, dude, something like 10 to 20 billion anime fans. You're there aren't way that many off people the on the planet. People on Earth. What I'm saying is, just, just, there are way more anime fans than you think. There are. I'm not way saying more. that. I'm saying they're Disney in every is freaking about, country. When it comes to when it comes to the country. general, this is about the U.S. That's when what it comes this is to for. when it comes to well, yeah, yes, it's also about the U.S. But when it comes to general market share of entertainment, Disney's got a much bigger market share than any anime company than than all the anime companies combined. They have a much bigger market share. Like that's that's what it comes down to. So Disney is going to do what Disney wants to do, right? But and they're going to succeed. They're they're only going to just create a new niche of animation, not yes. anime. That's it'll be. I think you're right about that. I think they will put a Disney. They will put a Disney a Disneyfication on anime. Disneyfication. But, but that's what they're trying to do anyway. They I, don't want to be Crunchyroll. If they wanted to be Crunchyroll, they would just do and go buy Crunchyroll. Episode title. Want that. Episode titled boobs." Well, see, see, here's the thing. Like, there's, there's, there's so it would take me, it would take me two hours to explain every, every reason why, why, like, I get every reason in your head why, why it's not a good thing. But the money talks. I, I know, but the money, the money can't change the fact that Disney won't allow real anime on their site. Period. What what you call real anime? That's want, the other point. Just because don't you don't like the, just because you don't like what they're doing to it, doesn't mean it's not real anime. It's just no, not real it's anime. Not, your, it's not me. It's the entire, you're gatekeeping. You are yeah. gatekeeping anime. Gate, right yes, now. the anime community gatekeeps. They they're the ones. Did you know gatekeeping a lot of people, is bad in every industry uh, but anime fandom? Apparently, apparently, I, <laughs> apparently, I, it's crazy how that works out. Oh God. But I'm telling you, they want Disney is going to do a Disney thing. They don't care about what's on Crunchyroll. They want the idea should be their idea of what the idea should be. If this brings a much larger audience to anime, you should be happy about it. It'll be a different audience. It won't be the same audience. Why is that bad? I'm I'm not saying it's bad. I'm saying that it's not going to be anime. <laughs> I'm saying that it does uh, it doesn't work like that. It's I not. Ju- again, it's not. It's so what. <sighs> That doesn't bother Disney. Then why are, not, why are you fighting not with, with me. Disney? Because I'm telling you, Disney is going to make a lot of money doing this, and they're just making Disney stuff. Like you're saying, the anime community won't accept it. I have right, never argued. Have a, I have never argued that point at all. You're correct. Will, and will, I think you'll be shocked. Groom, I think there will, will be groom, anime people that no, accept it. No, they they will groom a stable of people that will try to write really watered down anime for Disney, who that. are willing to give up their own IP. You don't. But that's know not that. the way the ecosystem works. You don't know that that's what's going to happen you are putting well, that, your no own, you I'm are going by what disney does are you really going to tell me that disney has water like you say water down you're telling me that it is not good disney anim disney has been the cornerstone in anime i'm not saying it's not going to be good for 100 years wait whoa whoa whoa, whoa. i'm not saying it's not going to be good i'm saying it's not going to be it's not going to it's not going to have anything intrinsic to it that makes it actually i also anime. think you're i think and I'm saying, yeah, they it's going to be American cartoon. I kind of also it'll, think it'll you guys Battle are missing another point here. Please, please, Dave, tell me. I think you guys are missing Dark Seven. <laughs> another point here. This is for Disney Plus, right? Mm-hmm. And and yes, 
the biggest audience is in the United States, but Disney Plus is in other countries too. It is in, in it's Japan different. and China and Asian countries where they watch anime. Where, so where, there's where, a really good chance. In China, they are really filtered in China, dude. Okay, well, whatever. I mean, what I'm saying is in other countries that are, that where there's larger anime audiences, I guarantee whatever, what's the name of the company? I can't. Gotcha. Kanacha, whatever they normally distribute in those countries will be on Disney Plus in those countries. And in the United States, we'll get the America-fied versions, the new stuff. You're right. They, they won't America. Uh, that's the thing. They did. If, if they. In fact, if, it's not even called if, Disney if, Plus. If, it's called Star or something like if that. So, if somebody writes real anime, they're not going to give their IP up to, to Disney. Disney's going yes, to have to. Disney's going to create a new, if, a new corral. If the, of, company, of new if the company that owns the distribution has a deal with disney that's it's done that the guy who created this super great anime that everyone loves is going to have to quit and go somewhere else no no but no guess no, what? no the ip is if, already owned by if, that company because that's if, how creative stuff works the, anymore if if a curatoriyama has has a a contract with kadansha which i he probably doesn't because he's too big but if he did and disney is working with kadansha there is no way because because he owns the IP. There's no way he's going to allow Disney. Does he own the IP? Range it. Yes. Every almost every anime owner has their own owns their own IP because because they first put out a manga or or something like they're copyrighted, they're trademarked, they've got their own they own their own IP. So that's, that's why I'm saying Disney will have to have Kadansha start to hire new people who are willing to give up all of that. I guarantee the that, that there are what people. The articles say? These. I guarantee these people that you're saying aren't going to do it. There are a handful of them that are going to do it. Yes, there's, there's always going to be a fire. handful. That's 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 just the way it'll work. But they they they're they're going to they're going to get it's like, like even the article says it's all original series that they're yeah. going to be adding. Like it's not going to be it's not going to be. It, but it's just. But I don't think anybody expects it to. Be. I don't think it's going to be. I don't think anyone expects it to be. It's going to be something new. It's not going to be like I'm saying. It's not going to be traditional anime. That's not the point. That's not what Disney's trying to do. They're going to try to make Disney anime. I am just going to. I am. Which they did with McDonald's the, makes a fast food burger that's not as good as something you could get at a good restaurant, but it's still a cheeseburger. And they did it already with the Star Wars thing, and it was a success. Everyone loved it that watched it. I I, I know, but again, that's not Vinland Saga. That's not. It's not Eskimo. But that already, as, not, as JD pointed exist. out, those already that already exists. Who cares? That's already out there. I I I I know, but there's a there's no way that I can explain to you what the difference is between what is considered worldwide real anime and what is Americanified. And you I'm, know, and, and I'm the, 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 Ameri- it, the American, wait, wait, the American. Just to put it in geek terms, the Americanified versions of anime are looked are looked at like you look at the Klingons from the original series in Star Trek. Well, like, like Klingons. That is now the nerdiest the thing that's ever been said on this right? show. I know. I Congratulations. But, um, but what did Worf said when he was asked about this? Is, oh, we don't talk about that. One more that's time. the way anime talks about anime one, from the 70s brought over time. to the United States. <laughs> we don't talk about that anymore. Who cares? <laughs> Why does that matter to Disney? It, I know it doesn't, but the, I just find it really funny that they think that they're going to put real anime on and have people actually think there's going to be more people that call that real anime than people who don't. There, no, in the there United States, in, in the United States, yes, yes. no, in the too US. many, yes, again, if it was the 70s, yes, no, it's, it's not today. the 70s today. anymore. There's too many anime fans, there's more all Disney over the world fans right in the United States than there are anime, anime fans. Disney fans are, are fans of Disney, are beneath of, you. Of, 
there's they're beneath of, you. Of yes. rated G stuff. Yes, they're children. Isn't this a crazy <laughs> idea? You get children into something and they become fans for life. It's this bizarre strategy that they've gone with for a century now that seems to have worked. <sighs> so is that me? John the gatekeeper and you the key master. Stop it. I Don't fuck go there. this shit up good. Uh, <laughs> all I'm saying is Disney's gonna make a lot of money and they're gonna not care that John doesn't like their shows. It's uh, I can't you know watching one of them. You know what? You know what? I am just you know what? I'm not gonna argue anymore. I'm just gonna sit back and we will watch and I I am going very to very interested to see what I'm your going reactions to, are. I'm not gonna care now. about For everyone that comes anime. out. I know, I'm going to make you, us you watch care, it to review it on this so show. I'm because you're the anime community. But I'm telling you, it doesn't matter what the anime community thinks. Disney's gonna create their own. Yeah, a, a new a new form of animation. Yes, not anime. That that's not anime. But they accept that they're working. That's the with, gatekeeping. Except, they're going to call it anime. They're going to trademark it. They're going to call it Disney anime. It's going to make you really angry. Oh God, it's and not going to work then out. We're going to laugh. I think it's going to work out, man. It's just not going to work out the way. Yeah, you think Disney's it is. Disney's got this like long history of like trying these business ventures that have failed. This didn't There's work. I know. Bones in the graveyard all I over the place. Bad for the mouse. Not, not, God, you guys are just like vote, <laughs> voting for Satan, I, I guess. I just, but but again. No, I just live in anime, reality. Anime, yeah, except that in this case, it's the 2020s anime is, is too, ex, too they entrenched. don't care. It's They're going to do something new. Do you know who you sound like, John? Do you know who you sound like? Seriously. And I, 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 I say this with love. You sound like the comic book gatekeeping people who hate all of the MCU movies because they're not exactly like they are in the comics or they're too woke or too whatever bullshit they say about they're, these movies. They're all over those, the internet. But this is are, garbage. It doesn't no, work. No, they're that, making millions of dollars. A, they don't care what these people that's, say. That's a they don't straw care man. what the anime that's community says. Those are two different mediums. No, right? it's the One same idea. One is derived idea. from the other, but the medium of anime in animation already exists. <sighs> all right well, i can't wait till disney fails in this venture <laughs> and we can no we can they, laugh they, about they that time that disney tried anime much like when mcdonald's had the seaweed burger they won't fail they will just have japaneseified animation by western animators that's what it's gonna be it's not gonna be real anime that's derived from shonen drump where they're grooming all these different writers where they they find One diamonds in the rough and then bring them in. So it's what? not it. That's not the way Disney works. They won't work like that. It's so what they work is the way they make money. That's what they want. They want their own and they want their own. Slice I know. Of the I know. I know. But the there's pie. not it. But for once, I will tell you this. I in all honesty, in this case, there's not enough money in the world for them to to actually to actually take the word anime and make it what they want it to make it. It's too, it's, it's just not the way it's going to work. We need to talk about how branding works. My friend, you say something over and over again, uh, and uh, people keep using it. Let me uh, introduce you to Jello. I, <laughs> I, 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 I get it, but there's too many anime. Band-Aids. There's too, there's too many anime people out Scott there. Towels. I've never heard anyone refer to them as Scott towels. We call no, them I've, I've heard a lot. Tissue, we hear, you're we talking call them tissues, paper towels. right? Kleenex, give me a Kleenex. Kleenex, right. Kleenex. Kleenex. right. Yeah, I know exactly what you mean, but there's too many anime fans out there right well, now. They I'm going to make sure I refer to all this stuff as anime for the rest of time. No, yeah. no, no, it's the, I, there's, and I'm telling you, the, the Disney's got a bigger fan base, so it doesn't matter. It you're going to really, have all of those people calling it anime. Interesting. And all you're going to do is get no, angry. No, no, no. See, that's, that's the thing. You're underestimating the anime community. 
They there are more I, anime no, fans I'm out not. there than no, there are you're Disney underestimating fans. you're underestimating the Disney. That's <laughs> yes, interesting. There, you're no, no, Disney. there are more anime fans out there than there are Disney fans. No. By far. No. Um, in right. every single country on the planet. Show up. You have yeah. no idea. Yeah. I think you're right. Old you're man right. Disney is super not popular around the planet. I'm not saying what did we learn not? on the show today? I'm not saying that they're not. But they're known for their kids' stuff. They're not known for all anime, right, all man. Right. It's time for old man O'Grady to take his vitamins and, and get ready for bed. So let's wrap this one up. What did we learn on the show this week? Or any recommendations? JD, you can go I'm first. Avoid, I'm going to avoid all the smart-ass answers. I'm going to say comic books are too expensive. I took Andy to the comic book store today again. And I was going to buy the the Dark Crisis and Infinite Earth series that I'm missing out on. And it's like six bucks an issue. It, it costs too damn much money to buy. Six bucks? Six bucks. It costs too much damn money to buy individual issues of comics anymore. Like, I am just going to drop that hundred bucks on on the DC digital stuff yeah. for a year. Because it's just, I'm like, looking at this thing, I'm like, this is dumb. This Wait, is man. dumb. I can't this, see how this business, I can't see how this works. It this, costs this too much that- money. Doesn't that mean that you buy like if you buy ten comics a month, you're way over the price of the DC subscription? Correct. Then yeah, that's the why point? it doesn't make sense, huh? Because people, because there's people that feel the need to have the pages in their hands. I what, bugs, what, what bugs me is that the idea used to be you could buy it with pocket change, yeah, because it was a, aimed at kids and at a spinner rack and a drugstore, and they media. could buy the book with their pocket change. Yeah, it's not. It's changed right too much yeah it costs too damn much money and i want to read i enjoy reading but i mean like for it's like to buy this series is less than my audible subscription is more than my audible subscription and i'm like and i understand these people need to make money i get it i get the creators need to make money but the comics just cost like individual floppy books cost too much money they just do yeah that's, that's it. That's, all I got. that's your rant. Okay. Well, we've ranted plenty on this. We've ranted I'm, plenty. I'm, I'm, yes. I'm ranted. I think I'm going to do a TikTok where I start ranting about stuff, though. I think that's a great idea. Yeah, I've learned, that that is something I'm interested in. Ray, I, you know, I know you're listening. Reach out to me. I think I think one minute videos of you and John ranting back and forth. We are um, unca- We are incapable of keeping them to one minute apiece. <laughs> <laughs> okay, John. Any recommendations besides avoid Disney animation? <laughs> Well, it's good you call it Disney animation because it won't be Disney anime. Yeah, yeah, they're going to anime. I mean, I I told I I said, uh, oh, oh God, what is it? I had it up. It was Netflix. It was was it? Oh, Enola Holmes too. Well okay. worth a watch. Enola Holmes too is well well worth a watch. Check that out. I I think I think I've already said like go see Wednesday. Definitely go see Wednesday. I'm about to go uh, dive into the next season of Dragon. The Dragon Prince, Mysteries of Erevos. But in the anime scene, My Hero Academia season six is killing it like no other right now. The the entire season so far has been one huge battle and it's amazing. And it's only the mid mark between between the beginning and the end of the anime. Like it it only gets more fire from here. So, you know, if you haven't seen My Hero Academia, you should start it's really really good it's one of my son's favorites actually so hmm what i learned is if you are a fan of disney right now you better 
run out and buy everything you can on DVD or, or Blu-ray or whatever and get in your collection. Because, man, those anime fans are going to take down Disney Plus before you know it. You know what, though? If this When this does launch, people will be super pissed online. So that is going to be things that I'm really looking forward to reading on Twitter. It should Twitter serve. Should we there'll, survive? There'll this be Twitter people populace? pissed, but the, the point, the point, like, yeah, you'll you'll get the cadre that's Sorry. pissed. But the, the thing is, like, again, nobody in the anime community is going to consider it anime because it's just they're going to Americanify it. And Americanified animation is Disney animation. It's not anime. It's not Japanese anime. It doesn't have to be Japanese these days to be anime because China's been doing really good. But it's not anime. That's just it think anyone's argued that point i will also recommend that you go to superheroespeak.com where you can find the podcast every week links to all our social media currently we might be hiding tiktok boys and girls at the top of the page we should and comic book reviews and so much more so make sure you check out superheroespeak.com and other than that i got nothing i did not think that this conversation was going to go this way but i'm going to leave i'm going to leave everyone with this. i'm going to leave i'm going to leave everyone with this like a long time ago, I got upset at Marvel movies and was told, you're gatekeeping. Like, the idea is they want to broaden the audience. If it brings in more fans, it's it's just a good thing. It's not a bad thing. So gatekeeping is not a good thing, boys and girls. Keep that in mind. And just love everyone that you can. And on that note, as always, don't let your cape caught in the door. Have a good week.